Welcome to episode 57 of the Bar Dizzle series. To say we have been on hiatus is a dramatic understatement. In fact, we've been gone so long our hiatus was on hiatus. The average bear doesn't hibernate this long. But the boys are back in town to throw it down about sports, spirits and brews whilst mixing in a slew of shenanigans in honor of the upcoming Green Day. Time to shake your shamrocks and get to work, boys. Thanks, Tessa. <laughs> the last time I uh, shook my shamrock, I was uh, out week to week with a lower body injury, so I'm going to pass on that one. <laughs> I drove past McDonald's the other day and briefly considered popping in to grab a shamrock shake, but I thought the better of it as I was too concerned about the... Uh, possibility of uh lower body discomfort right <laughs> uh yes the only thing gastrically uh deadlier than green beer is a green shake packed with 78 <laughs> grams of sugar and 500 calories guy right? oh i mean uh, would you like a side of insulin with that sir oh uh, anyway <laughs> speaking of shakes uh yeah that's like a medium too i think yeah speaking of speaking of shakes guy why don't you uh channel your inner taylor swift and Shake off the cobwebs for our show notebook <laughs> and tell our lovely listeners what's shaking for show number seven, 57 there, buddy. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, a little bit of a hiatus of a hiatus, as you said. And, uh, no doubt. We're, we're going to keep our, our regular format um, uh, with our famous 57s. A little, little light, so I threw uh, kind of a, a throwback to uh, the, the 90, 92 buckos. Mm-hmm. Uh, pretty, pretty big one for football, though. Uh, sure, and then and then hockey was kind of a uh, a, a grab bag. I think you might enjoy my yeah. little, my little uh, yeah. That was interesting. I was kind of looking at that going. Oh, okay. and then uh, we we were actually able to uh, uh, group together uh, early this afternoon to uh, sort out the uh, what we're sipping. So looking forward to the brews that uh, we we chose on site together for the first time. I think. Yeah, uh, yeah. I think one other time we might have. I bought two one time. The other time we went down to Joe's. I think the yeah, one time that you and I right. met at Joe's. Yeah. But then, Ben, thanks for dropping in all this uh, detail, too. It's fantastic. Uh, appreciate it, man. Yeah. And then after uh, after we're uh, good and uh, primed, uh, <laughs> we'll uh, we'll talk a little bit about the Steelers as the uh, the draft is approaching. Lots of uh, lots of uh, speculation continuing sure. to to happen there. Just a quick uh, touch on uh, the pit hoop. Um, sure. And then I think we'll spend some time with the. Pucks and bucks, especially pucks, because I, I, I've just uh, completely uh, – I, I just don't even know what to think, Dave. Well, does, does anybody does, know does, what to does think? Does anybody know what time it is, Dave? Yeah, right, right. I mean, even <laughs> the guys on ABC today were, were going, like, who is this team? Yeah. I mean, like, or, yeah, and maybe – they they don't even know yet, so yeah. we'll see. Yep, good points. And at boxing baseball, I have uh, some interesting nuggets in there. And uh, yeah, good I, stuff. I ran into to the uh, not a shot clock, but a pitch clock, Dave. Yeah, uh, right, exactly. Uh, maybe uh, I've re- been watching a lot of it myself. I've been recording them and yeah, kind of watching. And, uh, so can... getting getting ready for the uh, man on the scene, right? Yeah, yep, coming up soon. I'll be there next Friday and Saturday. Yeah, and then we'll. Uh, Hit, my green pirate hat on yeah and then we'll hit uh, the ever famous events and birthdays yep. and then uh it looks like we both have uh some some rumps to uh rumpage rump on. yeah yes sir so uh-huh. with that let's uh take a pause for the cause and then mm. come right back into uh famous 57 yeah man all right All right, Dave, back from the break, and let's dive into famous 57s and uh first up on the diamond is per usual Mr. John Smiley. The lanky lefty. Yeah. From Phoenixville, PA. I have no idea where that's at. Uh, it's got to be somewhere east. I was going to say, it's probably east and maybe northeast. Uh, mm-hmm. 
But yeah, I mean, 6'4", 180. Uh, man, did that guy have a bender and a slider? Bender, yes. Yeah, I mean, there's no doubt about it. I mean, <clears throat> that thing started in like up, started in like the, the North Hills and wound up in like Upper St. Clair. That's right. <laughs> it's just, it, it was, it was something. And he, you know, he had with a, a lot of those guys, you know, Carlton comes to mind, certainly right. not comparing him to him, but you know, that, that lankiness, that buggy whip, that, that it's all arms and legs coming at you, Scott, Yep. you know, and it's just those guys just, it's almost like a, like a whipping iron mic, you know, that's just yep. coming at you. And it's just all you see is arms and legs. And then eventually you see the ball. Yeah. <laughs> and he was, he was some kind of formidable for a, uh, uh, you know, a, a short period of time, especially, you know, getting into that resurgence of the Pirates under yep. Leland, yep. you know, and then eventually, you know, culminating in the 91, 92, you know, 90 through 92. Uh, well, yeah, I mean, let's talk, let's talk about. Uh, Go ahead, do that. Yeah, 91, 20 and 8. Yes, that's, exactly. Uh, uh, that's that's nothing to sneeze at, Dave. I mean. Yeah, uh, yep, keep going, yep. Uh, and I just think that, uh, you know, he, he if if he wasn't, he, he was probably 1B to Drabix 1A. Yeah. Right. And I'm trying to, re- yeah, absolutely, 100%. And I'm trying to remember, because that 20 and 8 season in 91, is that when Drabeck won the Cy Young? I think uh, so. Because his own teammate maybe shut him out of that deal. With, right, right. With a, with a 308 uh, ERA, Mr. Smiley, and, uh, you know, some of the, uh, you know, the 207 innings, you know, pitched and, you know, uh, 129 strikeouts. Uh, you know, so, yeah, he was that. Uh, it was the season before. Season before ninety, yeah. Okay, well, I guess I don't know what happened in ninety one. There's obviously something. He was fifteen just, and fourteen. Uh, so, uh, well, ninety one, he was twenty and eight. Well, no, Drabic was fifteen and fourteen. Oh, oh, oh yeah, I got you. Yeah, okay. In nineteen ninety, Drabic was twenty two and six. Right. I, I guess the point I was trying to make is yeah. in ninety one, some other pitcher from some other team obviously had a, a right. little bit more right. formidable year. So For uh, sure. But um, you know, if if you flip flopped and put a Drabeck or a I give him you, in. I, I give you three guesses. Uh, who, who was the Cy Young in in ninety one? Uh, uh, Greg Maddox. Close, Tom Glavin. Yeah, I knew it had to be <laughs> right. Church had Runk be, Pew. <laughs> had to be one of the, had, had to be one of those Tomahawkers. Yeah, I knew it. So uh, yeah, so well that that just that just adds fuel to the fire of discussing our, this. Our, our guy Lee Smith was number two. Remember talking about that? Sure. That yeah. guy throwing the ball down a. Thrown flames down the down the hallway. Right. Uh, no doubt but, about it. But anyway, back to back to, back to smile. smiles. Yeah, he he was uh, just a you know as you pointed out a heck of a window the the three a three year stretch there, um, and then you know they you know after the you know, they had to break up the band after ninety two. Yeah, yep. um, is, no doubt. Is, is basically what happened, and uh, and as we've talked about and pontificated before, that's that's when. Free agency really took. I mean, free agency had been around for for fifteen or so years, but that's when it really took over and, and really pinched the small markets because that's yeah. You know, Bonilla left and Bonds left and Smiley, yeah. Smiley left. And, you know, then then you know you're stuck with the Denny Nagels of the world. Yeah, uh, um, right, right. Yeah, exactly. I mean, the whole the whole it was almost um, uh, Marlins ish the way they yeah. just you know just tore the thing down or just you know just 
more or less collapsed, I guess. Yeah, uh, and, you'd say. And speaking of Denny Nagel, he he actually had a couple good years. And if if, if you look at the the graphic, I did include the uh, similarity scores, so you didn't have to effort back into the link. Mm-hmm. Uh, McNagel saw that. Yeah, Nag- Nagel's one of them. So is uh, Matt Morris. Uh, Poole. Yeah, that should uh, bring back bad memories. Tom Browning, no, uh, no short shakes either. Yeah, uh, and uh, Bobby Ojeda from the yeah. uh, the the hated uh, muck the fence. Another lefty. Yep. yep. So, but yeah, I thought uh, that that was an interesting one, and you know, nothing else was really popping up for baseball. And I'm like, yeah, let's just dive into little little smiles here. Yeah, no, that was good stuff. And all these guys you have on there, there's a couple I want to uh, not not forget to to pop in here. Jack McDowell, that guy, oh, no, yeah. that guy was no bullshit. Yeah, um, you know, Bud Black had had a tr- tremendous run of about six, seven, eight years. Yeah. Uh, so the these guys that he's in company with, I guess what I'm trying to say, uh, those are some pretty. Pretty solid company to be to, to be in. Yeah, so. for sure. For sure. Um, and uh, and I just want to check real quick with for uh, Mr. Jack McDowell. I want to make sure none of these guys are Hall of Famers. Uh, while uh, I think McDowell nope. might be. McDowell was a Cy Young winner, though. Yeah, uh, a Cy Young winner. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Bud Black. I don't think he was anything. Uh, World Series manager. More of a, yeah, manager of the year. Uh, he's been around. Uh, but yeah, um, yeah. and Browning, I remember him with the the the, the Reds. Reds, yeah, yeah, yeah. Another uh, lefty. Yeah, in fact, he he was uh, you know that <laughs> part of that '90 World Series team. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, but anyway, uh, let's yep, uh, good let, one. let's uh, keep on trucking here, as they say, and move into the gridiron with uh, you know pretty big impact player here locally, Mr. No Ricky Jackson, and then went on to a Hall of Fame career down in uh, New Orleans. Yeah, and as we talked about when we had <clears throat> my good buddy uh bob joya the uh o-lineman from your maryland terrapins Terpin. fear the turtle uh, uh mentioned uh, about uh playing against mr jackson and mr hugh green right that that was not really a a, a, a nice day at the beach uh you know uh, with the with uh yeah i know he mentioned about I remember that because I, I listened back to episodes once in a while and yeah. I listened back to that one because obviously it was knowing Bob the way I do that he said that he said first of all he said Ricky Jackson was lightning fast lightning right. he used the word lightning twice yeah and he just said he said you can't block a guy like that coming up out of a stance without trying to put your hands on the guy and yeah trying to just block him with your hands in it's impossible he's sure. just gonna he just he'll go around you under you you know whatever and you know sure. the thing the thing about him too that I remember and is uh, you know and you obviously got to see him play too but you know he 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 was stronger than you think yeah. like he wasn't just some speed demon like track guy trying to come around guys I mean he he gets your hands on you and he for his you know six two two forty three that's not a pipsqueak I I would say I, he I, was I, a, just a tall a taller version of uh, James Harrison I mean he was a, yeah he was the that kind of monster you know what I mean just right. uh, uh, strong and you know strong like bull strong like bull <laughs> yeah <laughs> I knew that was coming right of course but but, but well I think that the point I was trying to make is and you kind of cemented it here with your little commentary there is that people think of Hugh Green in that manner of like the big dude and like the right you know kind of like a uh, the guy that's was a pit guy too. That's uh, in uh, with the Rams. Yeah, finished second uh, in Heisman voting, all that stuff. Yeah, 
Uh, who's the guy with the Rams now? The, my, uh, my high school, uh, Aaron Donald. My high school alumnus, uh, alumna. Aaron Donald. Uh, Aaron Donald, you know, where you, you think about, okay, we get bull rushing, smacking people. But, you know, but Jackson had more of that than he gets credit for. Right. Uh, because he still his position, you know, linebacker and D-end, you know, he, he, he manned both battle stations there. And, uh, and then, you know, as much as he was really formidable with Pitt, you think, okay, is that going to translate in or is – you know, he kind of gravy training off of being next to you yeah. and all the other great yeah. guys they had on that defense. But he came in there and just Lit the world. All he did fire. was become a Hall of Famer. That's right. Yeah. That's right. And so, uh, I, I think just way, way more success in the pros than Hugh Green, right? I mean, oh yeah. I mean, Hugh obviously had the unfortunate scenario of being with the Bucks, and <laughs> and, and even though, yeah, the Saints weren't marching in too much either for a while. Uh, <laughs> I, I there was a game that actually they both that played. In fact, I think the world was it the world. No, that was the Rams. Sorry, I thought it was New Orleans. But there was a game when it was raining down the steps of the old Sombrero, and I think the final was six to three or something when the Rams beat the Bucks. But but Green spent so much of his time with Tampa when they were just hideous. Right, right. I mean, I uh, mean that would that would, uh, well, I don't want to say it wasn't too long after. It was definitely probably a decade. Uh, uh, half a decade after uh, uh, John, uh, what's his face, uh, said uh, all about execution, and he was in favor of it. Right. Well, what, what, the reporter asked him, "You had, you know, four fumbles, six interceptions. What do you think about your team's execution?" I'm in favor of it. Mike dropped. Yeah, yeah, but, right, yeah, exactly right. But you know, they, it's the old story was you know back in the day, you know, you went to the to the game. They call it the old sombrero because it looked like a big hat, you yeah. know, and. Uh, before they have Ray James, Raymond James Stadium now, but uh, you know you have extra tickets and you had four and you just you left you you, you left two on the windshield. You just saw your white windshield wiper. When you came back, there was four more. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's about that's about how it was uh, back in the, the day yeah. there. But yeah, Jackson, man, he if you just kind of look through, I mean, and and you know basically just had the the last little bit there of it actually started sixteen games at the very end of his career with a with a. Uh, with uh, San Francisco. Yeah. Um, you know, but he, you know, it was the biggest thing with him too. If you look through, he was pretty much healthy yeah. his entire career. He had one year in 87 where he only played, it was in 12 games. Missed, he missed four games, but yeah, 16, 14. I mean, the rest of them, Iron look Man. at from the Iron Man, look yeah. at from, look at from, uh, you know, uh, 83 to 86. And then from 90, you know, through 94, it's all, all all games and all of them started yeah 136 uh, career sacks is uh yeah anytime you get over 100 that's uh that that's probably guarantees hall of fame um yeah for sure no doubt about it and then you know you, you obviously we don't see a, a lot of games in this area but especially when the the, the teams that were on tv the, the cowpoke and uh you know uh the niners and just whatever that they weren't on as much but you know he he helped them to a, a couple, you know, a couple of playoff runs and, and so forth. But he, but individually, wow. Iron Man is is the right term. There's a, a big big snipe off the face off there. Your uh, yeah, Michigan Wolverine. Yes, yep. uh, the Ohio State. Uh, Dave and I are watching, rocking some uh, Big Ten hockey tonight. Yeah, exactly. Uh, By the way, before I forget, go ahead. Uh, I just want to offer my condolences for your your uh, North Hills. Uh, oh club there i was i was i was thinking about you and i was pulling for you as you were pohoing your ass off yeah. trying to get yeah. the boys the, and magic, then the magic ran out 18 yeah, one, yeah. 18 one and one in a regular season and uh that's 
Couldn't believe it. That's what I told my uh, sister. I said, this team was 18-1-1. One one. Yeah. Uh, what, the, the, the comment that I would make, and you know, you feel bad for the kids. Um, if, if they were still playing with uh, wood sticks, Dave, uh, we would have had sawdust on the bench. <laughs> they were gripping at that hard. Yeah, uh, they, 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 they were tight. They were they were tight. Yeah, uh, yeah. The, the other team played played well. They 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 played Ropa Dope, uh, Kiski area. Um, they had a couple yeah. of talented kids too, but uh, just uh, we we outshot them. Um, we went one for six on the power play, but the, that that one yeah. that one was with thirty seconds left. So right, we right, were right. Oh, right. for five. Uh, one of them was a five on three. By the way. Right, I remember that. Uh, you said, tur- yeah. Turkey was on the table, and uh, we just didn't cut into it. So, yeah, it was one of those things where if you just would have been kind of really good, like say have three losses or something, and then they they came like in the middle, and then you recalibrated, and then like came down the stretch and and like got it back together, or, like you know, kind of like regrouped or something. Yeah. But it, there was nothing nowhere to go but down, like you said, because of of the the raging success that you had. So it's like right away when it's things weren't starting to go your way. Then you talk about the stick gripping and the sawdust, right? Well, and, and you know, uh, I don't know what the final stats were. Uh, my my uh, coaching staff uh, kept pretty good track for what you can in, in, in single mm-hmm. A hockey, but all the scoring was basically going through two guys that's on the same line. So, yeah, yeah. At some mm-hmm. at some point, you run into a team that figures out how to stymie you. Uh, yeah, play that rope of dope clog off the middle, you know, the 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 neutral zone with those guys, and they they right. just could never get their wheels going. And without secondary scoring, you know, yeah, take take a look what happens at the paint bucket. <clears throat> yeah, and if, I'm sure on their side they were kind of they were kind of coaching for that, right? Oh, I mean, for they, sure. they knew that. Yeah, they let's go New Jersey Devils on them because they're too they're too talented to be skating back and forth with this with this team. Yeah, and they need to find a way to slow you down and whatever. And yep. must be something in the water because. Uh, your North Hills uh, basketball team, who I yeah. know coach Buzz really well, they they took one here in yeah. the PIAA playoffs last night. Would have been heavily favored. I'm gonna have to talk to him at Oxford because he comes up to Oxford Club all the time, and <laughs> and it's just so just something was not 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 in the air for. Yeah, well, they bowed out pretty quickly in the WPAL playoffs too. So. Yeah, they did. They did. They they weren't. They they didn't have. The, they won the one medal that you guys had. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> so anyway, go ahead. Well, I, I, I no, 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 no. So uh, let's uh, well, since you, you brought us into hockey, there. Let's uh, stay there for uh, the famous fifty sevens. And boy, what uh, you know, the, the famous one was David Perron. I just didn't. Even want yeah. to, I didn't even want to go there based on his uh, lack of really production outside of like, the first week that you know you and I saw him play for well, us. Yeah. We're, we're like, holy shit, what a trade! And then well, he, well, never well, saw him of- again. Yeah, no, lack of production everywhere, but here. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, lack of production here, not everywhere else. Every, right. Every time he went somewhere else, he's been he's been still like denting the twine all over the place. It's yeah. his his maybe just him and uh, Tanger, his best friend. I mean, they maybe had too much wine, uh, you know, uh, <laughs> well over at the, uh, the the Tanger household when he was here. Right. But, uh, but it's just like he was pretty good before he got here, kind of not here, and then. And then he left, and he's still good. So yeah. it's, it's, it's weird. Anyway, so that was the, I, I thought about that fifty-seven. I think he still wears that number. He, he so, does. He does. Yeah. Uh, but oddly enough, it is. Uh, I think I stole this from Josh Yeo. He's like, now it's now it's time to start flipping coins. You go on one side, you get David Perron, uh, and then the other guy, uh, Marcel Gotch. <laughs> yeah, right. And right. He, he named the winner Marcel Gotch. I don't even remember that guy. Uh, Which he, I should. He, yeah, he was, was his deal. Uh, Fourteen, fifteen. I mean, that was uh, you know right near the end of the uh, I guess the Bowsma area, right? And uh, okay, 
Just okay. uh, probably you know, why. Yeah, right. Uh, everything that needed to be said was you didn't even remember him. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, and I and I, you know, I I may I remember guys like Dave Inkpen and and yeah. uh, and Sheldon Kennegeiser. I mean, I remember a lot of guys because I go way back with this team till the, the, the year they started. But but there, I, this one just I, well, like, that was during the, that, you know, the you know the downtime between uh, you know uh, cups with uh, the the Crosby Malkin era. Sure. Yeah. And, uh, you know, they were still trying to, uh, they were coming out of, you know, the Crosby, uh, head injury still, uh, yeah. still yeah. trying to find combinations. Right. Um, you know, goaltending wasn't, uh, perfect then either, but, uh, we'll, we'll sure. talk about goaltending in a little while, but, uh, so that's yeah. it for, for famous, uh, 57s. If, unless you yeah. got, got one other than the, 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 nope. the one that used to be down there on the North side, uh, the Heinz 57. Yeah, right, right, right. Yeah. Uh, I think we'll get ready to head out to a, a quick break and get back here with uh, what we're sipping because, boy, I, I need something stronger than the LBLs for uh, some of the stuff that's coming up, Dave. <laughs> yeah, don't know that about it. All right. Sounds good to me. Back in a bit. All right, man. All right. All right, Dave, back from the break and uh, checking to make sure the red record light's on and uh, – uh, my favorite time of the night. What, yeah, man. What we're sipping. And uh, we were just uh, talking off mic here. And I am up first. And I'm uh, bringing to the table here uh, another New Belgium. And I've, I've had several of these uh, from the Voodoo Ranger series, which is uh, sure is an IPA. And this is called uh, Danger Beach IPA. And uh, the first thing I thought of is uh, that the Pens are in danger of going to the beach early this year. Yeah, that's, that, that, that was a very appropriate. As soon as you said that, I said, yeah, we have to get this. We have to try this beer, even if it ends up being the worst thing we've ever had. And, and, we had to, and, and it just was because of that. And it was $3.25, so that was even a bonus. There you go. That, that's, that's very uh, – All right, that's so very, here we go with the, the pay or pull. Yep. All right. I'm going to go up to my neck here. The microphone, Ooh. try not to smooth. Oh, I think you got me. Oh, uh, no, no, I never get you. You're always killing me all the time. Ooh. All right, so we pour in here. Let's see. Do, do, do. Ooh. I like, the, I like that uh, like that color. I like the, That's got the good density. Aroma. I like Look the at aroma. the destiny. Oh, you're a Buckeye. Have dented the twine once again. Uh-oh, five, five tree. Jeez, this thing's like a, it's a fire wagon hockey here. That's right. The, the big house. This is a, that's a good aroma. No, oh, that is a very good aroma. Now I'm not even going to taste right away. Hold on, I'm going to whiff that again. Whiff away, whiff away. Wow, wow. I, oh, I, I hit a defenseman stick on the way in. Yeah, still went, still went potion stamp. Yeah, but I, uh, I have a good initial. It's almost, uh, it's not mango, but some type of fruity something, tutti frutti, uh, dangerously juicy. Yeah, with tropical flavors. There you go. Okay, and next that, guest star of the rotating IPA series. That's, that, that's all. Blue that's range. all they had on, that's the, right. on the website or the can. Is, is that right? That was it. Yeah, here it goes okay, under my nose. Here it goes. Here it goes, buddy. Hmm. I definitely get the tropical up front. Pretty strong. Yeah, and there's something. There's some kind of taste, and I'm trying to figure it out what it is. It's almost like. Let me do this again. Hold on. Stand by. Mm. There's there's almost some kind of taste like a like like tang or something, not crystal tang, no, no. but like the like the astronauts. Drink. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's 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 definitely that that tropical citrusy stuff that you're 
And I don't know if it's orange or mango. But no, I, it's not. It's not mango because my mango meter it, it, it redlines as soon as I get yeah. anything. If I get a whiff of it, I can tell it's mango. But it's I'm not even sure that. So they didn't even talk about the different type of tropical, like the different fl- type of flavors. Just tropical. Nope. And I couldn't even find it on their site. I had to go back and do a, a Google Bing or Bing search, and then it sent me into their site into this link. Uh, and you know, I, yeah. th- I, I was question. So let me go through a couple of the, the numbers that we passed over. It's a seven point one on the ABV scale, and twenty eight IBUs. And I was like, there, "There's no way this IP is twenty eight." But after I taste it, I, yeah, I'm, I'm not getting a lot of bitter. No, no, I'm not getting hardly. This is almost like a summer wheat uh, type of feel to it. You know what I yes, mean? Yes, yes. Uh, but but the, here's the thing, though, is I, I'm and I'm not hating it, but the, but I just my thing is. I could probably drink a pint of it at the, at the, at the bar. Yeah, but I, I would just probably order something different afterwards. Or if it was a lawnmower type of thing uh, after a lawnmower, maybe. But here's the thing I'm getting, which I'm not liking uh, that much, is that, I, and I've kind of figured it out. It almost tastes like you had like a regular beer, and you poured those powder. What are those things that people pour in their water? Mio. Like, oh like yeah, Mio. Yeah, yeah. Or like the powdered, the powdered electrolytes or something <clears throat> into yeah. your beer. It just it just isn't natural. It's almost like so. It's like a, a gasoline. Flake. It's like a gasoline additive, <laughs> right? Or, or, yeah, or like a powdered drink additive to where you had just a plain beer, and then you wanted to kick it up a notch, Emerald style, and, yeah. and then just like put like a powdered c- citrus powder in there. Yeah, it was like the guy that was putting the powder, and somebody walked by him, and he went woof and poured yeah, like just, four times yeah. as much in. <laughs> You're right. So I mean, like I said, I don't hate it, but I, I don't. Um, it's. It, it just and that's that's what I get. I get like a powdered additive, it, where, as opposed to like you know the ones we've had. I mean, the stars are all out there. The Robo Jacks and the right. and all the different ones that have all the uh, all the different fruit. Uh, and, and and the one we both I turned you on to, and we both like the uh, all day vacay. Yeah, summer wheats and stuff. If, so if you're going to be a summer wheat, just be like a, a summer wheat. Right. But it's this is this is again a a, a powdered fruit drink. Yeah, taste to me. it it, it doesn't have a flavor linger for me, but it has, it has, uh, just uh, like like vitamin C or you know yeah. that stuff you take whenever you're that cold yeah. stuff. Vitamins, yeah. vitamin C. I, I would say to me, the, <clears throat> I, I, I like on 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 my tongue and in the back of my mouth, I, I have like it's not like a paste, but it's like. Uh, leftovers. Yeah, it's just it's yeah. still sitting there. It's not like yep. impactful flavor, like right. But if it just feels like uh, you know there there's stuff on the counter that you forgot to wipe up, and it's still yeah. sitting on the counter. Yeah, and again, I, I, I could keep repeating myself, but there's just something that seems like it's not naturally infused. Yeah, citrus or or or, or, or fruity flavors are not naturally infused. They like were sprinkled over the top, like you would like cinnamon or paprika or something like, and that's, that's what got in the ward. Then they just mixed it up. It wasn't like infused into the water, into the boil. It's like, it was over the top. It's like an additive. Like you just, like you said before about the petroleum I, I, additive I, or something, yeah, something would, like that. I, don't know. I would say you, you hit the nail on the head early <clears throat> that, uh, you know, if, if I was on the beach and it was, you know, 90 degrees and I was getting pounded by the sun, yeah, this probably might be a little refreshing. Oh yeah, yeah, I'm sure. Um, but not uh, 35 degrees uh, in, in near middle of March. Right, 
Right, right. I, I mean, it, it, this right. <clears throat> so this would take the edge off of something where you're already like way too warm. Yeah, and yeah, you're just trying, you know, because it gives you that burst of stuff. But but it's not natural in a regular setting. Right, it's not right. It's Somebody not handed that. this to you. You just you know got done playing uh, volleyball, Top Gun style. You'd be, right, you're like, eh, right. not bad. It's a little refreshing. Yeah. It's better. It's right. better. It's better than uh, sparkling water. But, uh, but once you showered and shaved and got there and sat at the bar and you're all cooled off and right. you're sitting in the air conditioning, you're yeah. like, oh, yeah, I don't know. I'm not. I don't know. I'm not sure now. <laughs> so yeah, right. that's that's anyway. Let's set that one aside. Okay, and here we get, go. Get a little uh, swishy swish on the water. Yep, I'm doing the same thing. Yep. Cleanse the palate. As a, uh, the palais, as they say in French. Uh, no, so, this, is, this is the one that uh, the guy over at... Uh, Art. Art yep. over at the House of a Thousand Beers was uh, raving over. Go ahead, uh, go ahead, take your pull. Yeah, um, well, let me, before I do that, I want to get the, uh, the notes back up here because they yeah. went to yeah, sleep on me. Empty that goal uh, with like two minutes and 30 seconds. It's a uh, six tree. I see that, yeah, I see that, yeah. <laughs> Big Ten hockey. I do like the Wolverine logo on the hockey helmet. That's pretty yeah, cool. Yeah. Um, all right. So this is uh, Surly Brewing Company. So this is uh, called Surly due to our inability to find a good beer in town. <laughs> Fur- Furious was one of the first beers we brewed to rectify that situation. The yeah. rest is history. So they they asked us to describe Furious all the time. What makes Furious Furious? You know that feeling when you do something that pushes you to your absolute limit? And people think you're a little off. You're not for even doing it. Being a penguin you kind of agree head. with them, <laughs> right? Like uh, I don't know, signing Kapanen and Carter. Digress. And then you f and do it. So uh, there's no one there to see it, but you and the dog. <laughs> so you do high. What do you do? High five the dog. That's that's furious. That's right. I'm not sure. That, that's a lot of stuff there. But let me just go ahead and crack it and see if that uh, means anything. Ooh. Well, that was pretty good. That was a nice clean and clean and jerk type of scenario. Uh, and oh, darker for show shizzle. Well, I think the other one was pretty much a hazy IPA yeah. with uh, tang in it, like you said. Yeah, and it, and it didn't even have this. Yeah, you know, so uh, so this one uh, six point seven on your ABV, and like you pointed out earlier, I, I think we were on Mike when when you said it. IBU just says I. Yeah, so not not I, not as in hello. <laughs> no, not as in hello. No, and 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 uh, yeah, there's a gh at the end of it. But uh, as Scott was pointing out earlier, and I've had some experience with Mr. Art there down the uh, general manager down at House of a Thousand. He said he he loved wow. it, but uh, you know, but then again, you know, he loves paint thinner. So I don't know. We're just, we're just, we're just, so you got the you got the Scotts uh, bringing up the glass cup to the uh, wow to the video there. Now the other one and, smelled better than it tasted. This this one yes. isn't as isn't as ar- aromatic. No, it's not. I can hardly bring anything in except it almost almost amberish, uh, but I'm not sure. It's, it, maybe it's 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 like a silent but deadly. Yeah, here it goes. Like it's, it's got a nice uh, a nice. It's got a much uh, nicer foam head too. It does. It does. So yeah. here it goes. Are we ready? Nose. Yeah. Okay. Chin chin. Chin chin. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Ah, okay, okay, Art, you might be onto something here. This is pretty damn good. Well, and I'll tell you what he was—he wow. was—he was so effusive over it. He was great. Word. I, I, I was almost considering gra- grabbing a couple more. 
Yeah, and he said he said he said directly to both of us. I think you were standing there, yeah. and he said, I, "I'm trying to get this on tap, but I can't get it on yeah. tap." Yeah, he's been trying to get it on tap, and it's wow, this is real. I mean, I'm trying to think what the uh, as 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 the Michigan guy does a celly inside the net. Yeah, uh, I'm trying to think of a comparison, and it's almost like a almost like a Dale's light. Uh, or something like uh, there's maybe not as many things in like there are in Dale's, but this is this. I'm going to get more of this because I'm waiting and I'm waiting. There's a little bit of after on the back, but it's not, Mm-mm. this is really good. Uh, I would put this up there with the, uh, the powder day that you brought on. Yes. Yes. The same, pow- same oh, league, yeah. same league, a little, a little different style. So where are these, where are these, where are these guys from? The idea? Uh, yeah, <clears throat> surly brewing. Any? Can you just, effort that? I was just efforting that, and then uh, oh, I got to get your face out of my way there. <laughs> A lot of people <laughs> that's got that. Don't don't feel bad about that. Uh, why won't you just tell me where the hell you are? Yeah, take your time. We're not. You see, iconic, hoppy, aggressive, kind of like me. Nice. Uh, Minneapolis Brewery, Mini, Brooklyn. Uh, I don't know. I guess it's it's uh, not bi coastal, but uh, yeah, yeah. Minneapolis. Wow, this is good. This is. I, I'm, I, there's some. There's. You know what? It's almost red cherish. Yeah. Like, you know, red chair. Yeah. Uh, uh, that beer that we we loved so so much back in the day. Well, and I'll tell you, this is... Uh, and not as bitter as Red Chair, obviously, because it's only 6.7. Yeah, I would say this but is... Uh, and by the way, that, that, that Michigan guy in the net was uh, the chili gold. Uh, and the chili, and the, yeah, he, he chili himself. He went in there to get the bowl of chili. Uh, yeah, right. He's, he's trying to find... No, but I, it's, it's so funny that uh, I see... When it says IBU high... I don't. I thought that it. I thought yeah. that that meant that I'm going to get destroyed because you won't even yeah, you won't I, even grace the the, the yeah you know, what is it a hundred yeah I was know, waiting it's not, for it's I not. was waiting for the uh, Dave uh, famous bitter beer face <laughs> like <laughs> no hey um so um, let me ask you this then Mr. Pater uh, if you were since it just says hi if you were to and, you know if we had a test and, I, I would we knew my, the answer and, what would you say? I would have said thirty five wow let me see. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't feel it being any more than thirty-five to forty. No, no I, I agree I, no, because you don't. Any anyone's in the over that or fifty or whatever. You're you're really getting you're really getting the boldness, and you can tell it. But I, I agree. I don't think because if that other one was twenty-eight, and and it was kind of twenty-eight. Yeah, but but it was it was kind of disguised by the crystal tang tang in there. Yeah, uh, the powdered tang. But this one. Well, here's um, here's the good news, Dave. Yeah, uh, this one's year round. Mm. Brilliant. Well, and, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be back up there. And, and it also comes in uh, pounder form, sixteen ounces. Ooh. Really? Ooh. Ooh. Four pack. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I I didn't even even in the drive bys I've had at different places, I didn't even see that. <clears throat> That's why I wanted to go up there today. I'm gonna have to go up up and. See, I wonder if he even has them in, in four packs up there, or whether he has just broke them off into singles. I'll have to, because there there is a little bit of cranberry linger, uh, a little bit, but it doesn't it doesn't stay with me on my whole drive home like that other beer he wanted me to try up at the as a sample up at the uh, 
at the bar there. Yeah, I, I don't earlier. I don't, I, well, there's yeah. a, a little bit, but uh, and the and the color reminds me of uh, Sierra Nevada uh, celebration now. Yeah, there's 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 some of that. And, and here's what I would say too. It's, it's just a red IPA taste to me. It's 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 very good. Um, I, I would put this. I don't want to say easily, but I, I would not be surprised if. And we haven't tracked it, and we're not going to go back and track it. But I, I would say this this could easily be a top ten beer. Oh yeah, no, there's no Artisan. doubt. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like if we we do the thing where we have the whole. Uh, March Madness of uh, yeah, we'd, we'd have like sixty four. Start with sixty four beers and then get go, and then go back to a, a not playoff. one night, folks. We're not we're not, not that crazy. <laughs> yeah, uh, um, I I would yeah, like if exactly like if I would say of all the ones we've rolled out and of course the staples aren't. It's not really fair because like say a Two Hearted and, yeah. and, and and Dales and stuff like that. But of all the ones that aren't the drop dead favorites. If you take all all the other ones, I would say this could easily crack the top ten. Oh yeah, I, I, I would I would put this up there with a Robo Jack or uh, Brew, mm-hmm. even the Brew Gentleman, uh, General Braddock. Yeah, you know what? And what you said right off the jump when we opened this and we're sw- we're looking at it and swishing it, and whatever is look how, how it, I've poured the rest in, obviously because I'm going to finish it. Um, is the head the maintaining of the of the of the head quality and the creaminess of the. You know, it's not turning right to flat, Scott. Right. No, like it's sitting sure. in my cup here, and it's still sitting with a little bit of – even on yours there, when you take a sip yeah, and you, you come down, it. it's not it's not flattening completely out of your cup. Yeah, and, and I so. would say that um, the the other one to finish, I, I might if I finish it, I might have to drop uh, some, some ice cubage in it. Yeah, yeah. With the tang, because who doesn't drink tang without ice? Right. Right, <laughs> right so um, – yeah, I mean, this was. I think so. If we're gonna do a a, a, a recap, the the tang. I, I'm just giving it a no, just because of the tang, because of the just the powder tangness. Now, again, I, I, I want it be a one and done. It would have to be in the heat. Um, this, I don't care where I'm at. Right. This one here, and obviously not saying it because this was my choice. Because Scott actually picked both of these, um, with a little help from Art there. Um, at House of uh, I'll, tell you, I'll tell you what would make this surly even better. Two things: uh, either, either uh, two slices of the Sicilian pizza at Sensi's, or, or or the meatball pizza, the meatball pizza at Pomodoro. Pomodoro. Yep, yep, that percent. That, uh, just that takes me back to uh, watching pucks or bucks with you there, and yep, <clears throat> and when you had your training wheels on back then. Oh yeah, I was not even anywhere near this kind of stuff. Uh, but I just, th- this is a, a good beer with food too, because it, it's, yep. it's not overpowering. That's right. It, it hits all the notes in, yep. the, in the right sequence at the right, uh, tone and, uh, volume. Right. So it's not blasting you. It's not, right. you're not trying to listen it like the other one. Right. We're trying to listen in, try to figure yeah, out what, yeah, the, what, the, right. what the powder right. was in there or whatever. And I'm looking at the website and I'm looking at the hops. It's got Warrior, Cascade, Simcoe, and Amarillo. And then there's another one called Adam, A-H-T-A-N-U-M. That must be the, that must be the magical one then. I don't know. But. I think they made that one up, but I'm thinking it is the magical <laughs> one. Well, you know, I mean, I, but, I, but you, I, I, I reiterate your thing about what you're saying. Now, I did drop a little. I have got a couple little depth charge of ice uh, spherical orbs. 
and I dropped one in. Now, even before I dropped it in, and with other ones that I drop in with, with stuff, like hell, everything that I have like that with Dale's, wherever it might be, this thing is still not dissipating down. It's maintaining some foaminess, which because of that, it's maintaining some body. It's got some uh, furious it, foam. It's got some, right. <laughs> right. So, but, but wow, what a find. I'll have to go back up to Art and, uh, and, uh, and relieve him of a couple more of these. Yeah, so. that's, uh, that's a, a great point. And, uh, uh, oh, on, on the side of the can, now that it's empty, uh, iconic, hoppy, aggressive, brewed and can. Uh, oh, when it says Brooklyn Center, it's Brooklyn, Minnesota. It's not Brooklyn, New York. Yeah, well, that's, you, you said Minnesota. Yeah, I, think, saw, so. I saw Minneapolis, Minnesota, and then I saw Brooklyn Center. I didn't. Th- it, it, it's a Minnesota beer. Hey, yeah, they know how to play hockey up there, brother. They know how to brew. Don't some, you know? Yeah, they know how to brew some beers too. I mean, could you imagine? I'm, now you say that, Scott. I'm, I'm getting. I'm conjuring up some. Uh, every other every other backyard in Minnesota has the the rinks that the that the dad poured out. <laughs> oh. you know, and stuff. And you're and you're going with your boys for going hard for a, a couple hours. You know, with the with the with the nets and you have to beer, and, and then you net, crack one of these or, afterwards, or or, or, or one is at oh, night oh, oh, and you got lights back there and you got a fire yes. fire raging. You got the fire raging, uh, you got the stuff, and then the first thing you do is crack one of these that have been sitting in a cooler all the time, and then, or and sitting then, in the snow. Yeah, and then somebody walks over with a box and goes, and oh, starts yeah. steaming with some freaking good pie. Yeah, exactly right, right. Because right. you're so hungry after skate, you just nosh the shit out of it and probably rock back six of but these. Can, but honestly, can you imagine after you after you did your last tea stop and you unloosened <laughs> those and you unloosened those bad boys on your feet yeah. and you cracked this thing and had the first sip of this oh. after running around the rink? How good would that taste? Dude? Yeah, uh, this is a hell of a find. I'm, I'm mm-hmm. glad. Uh, and 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 you know they both fit the the theme that we'll get into when we get into to pucks. Uh, because both Dave and I are are, are, are are surly and furious, of course, over the uh, recent current, uh, current situation. Uh, current situation with the the, the the local hockey club, but yeah. uh, good stuff though. We rare, we rarely gush over stuff. We had the Robo Jack, we had the Powder Day, we had a couple others that we yeah. brew gentlemen that we gushed over, and I've 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 given uh, Sierra Nevada way too much of my money over powder days over the last few weeks yeah. <laughs> but yeah. uh but but this one is a winner uh speaking of minnesota uh mm-hmm. they're coming up here at nine o'clock yes so they that's, are uh, that's a beautiful thing yep. so with that dave let's uh let's head out uh i want to go find some ice cubes for uh this yes, sir. this uh this danger beach that looks like it was designed by somebody that uh still likes <laughs> uh miami vice and uh we'll uh we'll be back with uh some Steelers, uh, pucks and bucks, and uh, everything else in the uh, paper. Yes, sir. All right, back to yeah, All right, Dave, back from break, and let's dive into some Steelers football. What you got? Yeah, well, some a lot of comings and goings. Uh, first, initially, right out of the gate, uh, your Kenny Pickett, you know, hosted one of those Florida trips with all his receivers uh, down there, Florida way. Uh, and uh, everybody was kind of on board. And, and even to uh, Mitch Trubisky's credit, he went down there and joined them all too. And is, 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 is being a good teammate and, and, you know, and, and, and Kenny's 
you know, taking charge of this team, which I really like to see. And obviously the things he did in the second half of the season were, were a real, real tick up from the first half of the season. And as we both talked about and you brought out initially, he, he was behind the eight ball anyway because he wasn't getting starting reps a lot before he even got before he got in there in game three um, and then you know turned it back on. But he's now taking the reins of this team, which I really like to see as a, as a you know, a veteran second year guy, if you would like to say yeah. at 24, you know, and I like to see that. And so that's that's one thing. And that appears to be going well. Of course, you have the draft is looming next month. And uh, from all I've seen, Scott, and I've got the. You know these mock the mock and rollers are, are <laughs> hard hard at work right now. You know talking about uh, first round selections for the Steelers and 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 mostly there's three formidable guys: uh, Lance Zierlein of NFL Network and Todd McShay from ESPN uh, and the Athletics Dane Brugler, and they're all pretty much predicting a a, a defensive back in the first round. Right. Uh, and, and, you know, Joey Porter's son, obviously Joey Porter Jr., PZ Jr., there's just it's it's a it's it's a toss up as whether, he, you know, he, he's going to be there when when the Steelers you know, select uh, Brugler has, you know, uh, Porter going to Tampa Bay at 19. Steelers are what, 21 or two or something or 17, I thought. Oh, is it 17? Yep. Is that that? OK, is that that's right. 17. That's right. That's right. Um, uh Correct. Correct. So, um, but, but all these guys are pretty much in, in agreement. Uh, Zierlein of the NFL network talks about Deontay Banks, a six foot 200 pound corner from Maryland, you know, this four, three speed and he's shooting up at charts after a crazy combine yeah. uh, deal. Uh-huh. And then, uh, McShay has Mississippi state corner, Emmanuel Forbes, another fast rising workout stud ran a four, three, five in Indy as well. Uh, 14 pickoffs for your Mississippi State Bulldog. Uh, so it's just a lot of these guys are pretty solid. But I mean, a lot of them obviously had uh, Nige whenever he came to us uh, here, and they were on that. And so although there's some other needs in the offensive line and so forth, having that 30-second pick Scott from yep. the Bears yep. with the Claypool trade really was a game-changer because now – they can still get maybe another O lineman or say a defensive lineman, whatever it might be, at maybe that spot if they can get a big, a big guy to replace some of the people that they've lost at yeah. at corner. And so, what, what 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 say you? Yeah, I think it also that thirty second pick gives them a lot of flexibility. They they could either <clears throat> try to move up in the draft to make sure that yes. they get uh, Joey Porter Jr. or uh, you know, get that tackle that might be sliding closer to the bottom of the top. I don't think they can get any lower than around 10-ish. Uh, yeah. so they, they would probably have to trade 17. I would try not to trade 32. I'd, I'd rather trade the, the other pick in the, in the second round. That's, you know, yeah. uh, you know, a 59 or whatever that would be, 58. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, to, to, to get up there higher. Um, Yep. I wouldn't be against it if it's the right guy. I know people are like, yep. well, we traded up to get Bush. I'm like, well, we traded up to get Paul Amalu. So, you know, sometimes yeah, you know, right. sometimes you get the bear, sometimes the bear gets you. Uh, right. Uh, yep. Mike Tomlin always likes to say, we don't live in our fears. Right. But but, but I, I agree. I, look, I it, it's, it's hard to get those offensive linemen, but I would say it's probably easier to – I don't want to say easier – there's a higher percentage to get 
what you need later versus skill position. And, you know, of course, when you say that, yeah, then you're like, well, correct. Antonio Brown was a six-round pick or something silly like but that. But he's kind of an outlier. outlier I mean, right. You know, I mean, but go ahead. But, but I think in general, if, if, if you know, uh, the, the, if you play by the numbers, I, I, I think you should always, in the most cases, go for that skill position. With that, yes. that pick, especially yes. if, look, if they're, if, if, if their first round pick was mid twenties or higher, you know, right. I don't want to say draft out of need, but that, that changes the landscape there, but they're closer yep. to getting that potential mega impact player, potential yes. hall of famer type of yes. player. Didn't happen with Bush, unfortunately, but you know, I, you know, and I just think that's where they need to go. And, and if if PZ Jr. or that kid out of Oregon or the the, the Mississippi Bulldog that you talked about there, yep, then I, th- I think I think you, you grab that, and they've got a lot of needs. So I I, I I would be hesitant to package first and a second one of the two. Oh no, yeah, no, to, yeah. to move up unless it was something really special. Well, here's I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, kind of uh, uh, kind of talk about something you said just initially here is that is that, and I think this gives the Steelers a position of strength. You you mentioned one thing about possibly at 17 that, that they could flip to a couple spots down because here's the thing: if they let's say they have the Bulldog guy or the Oregon guy or PZ or whatever. And the, it, the draft starts falling a certain way because now right. some of these quarterbacks at the top of the draft, some of these quarterbacks have tested out so incredible that it looks like they're, there's a few of them are going to go higher than they thought. Right. And, and so there's that there's that piece. But to your point, I think, is that let's say they have these guys and a couple of them are in their radar and they're they're comfortable with, let's say, two of them. Right. And, and, and so they say, well, well, wait a minute. Hang on a minute. As Mel Gallagher likes to say, hang on a minute. We know we can get this guy at twenty, right? So why don't we make a deal and and but these uh, this other team at twenty twenty one? I'm not looking who they are right now. Green machine scored. They want. I did see that. Yeah, Uh, they they do know that they probably have to move up to get this particular guy, whoever it might be. Right. So let's let's trade with them and, and switch around, get another pick. And then they get to move, and we move down because we know this guy's going to be there. Because it's it's kind of a quarter cornerback rich environment right right now. And and so if they have a guy that locked in on, they say, "Whoa, we can we can get him a few picks down." Now they get themselves another pick, Scott, and right. still get the guy they want. Right, right. You know what I mean? Right. And I think that's something I think they're really going to look at. And it's not like the Palomalo situation where they moved up because they really really wanted this guy yeah. and they were going to do it and they were going to give away a first round pick or whatever they're going to do. They were going to do it because they just loved the guy. And that kind of turned out. Kind of, uh, but, uh, uh, but, but this is a situation with this CB rich environment that, okay, we'll, we'll give you, we'll, we'll let you come up to 17, give us your 21st right. or twice. Cause we know he's going to land with us, but there's right. no way he's going to get taken before that because of conversations these guys have and sort of, oh, Omar Khan is going to be on the phone with the other people at those positions saying, Hey, are you, you know, are you okay with this? You're not taking him. I mean, there's all these conversations right. and then they, they, they could, they could have a win-win 
at that spot. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, I I totally agree. And uh, unless you know they're you know they could be playing poker too. They could be like sure. You know sure. J- JP's your bus, but we like all these other guys. Oh sure. Right. Just like yeah, last sure. year, you know they, they spent an awful lot of time whining and dining and talking about Malik Willis. Yeah. And yeah, sure. They they end up going with Kenny straight out. Yeah, and that 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 looks like that's the right that's the right decision. I mean, I mean, yeah. it's, I mean, early returns, but he is a quarterback, an NFL quarterback, in every sense of the word. I'm not now. Malik Willis might come out and be right. like Lamar Jackson 2.0. I don't know. It, it could be, but from just the eye test, Scott, right, is that that was the correct move because this guy. Clearly, when you give him time to throw, when you give him opportunities to make some calls up if he has to, to use his legs judiciously yeah. when he needs to, getting those those first downs on Cor- scrambles. He, correct, and, he corrected a, you know, uh, interceptions and other things. Yes. I don't want to say instantly, but on the fly, in yes. season. In season. And finish 7-2. and two. Correct. And, so, and a lot of guys just don't do that in the course of a 17-game span. They, no. I mean, in his case, like a 14-game split. But you're right. I mean, he, he not only showed improvement, but he showed market improvement. Yeah. Uh, like 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 distinguishable improvement. Not just, oh, he's he's better. He's not throwing picks anymore. And he's you know not getting us in trouble. You know, he's managing the game. He did way more than manage a game. He had those couple, couple three game-winning drives <clears throat> at yeah. end of games. And he's a freaking rookie. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I don't care was, what kind uh, of <laughs> I don't care what your record is. You're still playing against the ones. They're trying to get in the playoffs. You're trying to get in the playoffs. Whatever. He wasn't like he was playing against these, uh, you know, second, third team scrubs. You know, at, at the end of games in mop up duty. Right. He, he was going to win games to keep them in the playoff race. So it, it's it <sighs> can't can't be uh, you know it can't be overstated. What, what he's done. So I think that also the uh, offensive lineman situation, I don't have this guy in front of me, but they talked about there's a couple guys out there that could maybe come in and end up taking Dan Moore's spot. Yeah, I've heard the same. And, and then maybe Dan Moore turns into the swing, the swing guy that, that, that he, maybe he's, maybe that's what his destiny, uh, his, yeah. his destiny is. But, but again, I think they might be able to get that guy in the, in the next the next pick at 32, yeah. or a, if they make that shuffle move by moving down in the draft, they could get him earlier right. or get him, uh, you know, maybe an, another pick in the second round. And they shift second round picks with this team. Yeah. They say, we'll give you the 17, but you give us your higher pick at the second round. Right. And, and that kind of thing. So the, I think I, 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 of all the times I've been, and the longest time I've been following this draft, this team's got, they've got more assets this draft and they've had in quite some time. Yeah, right? they're starting to they're starting to clear out uh cap and, and, yes. and bodies, right? Today they, they cut yep. Jackson uh and I don't really he was on the books for, for, for twelve million bucks. Yeah. Uh that the yeah. William Jackson the third. Yeah, that, that right, right. Yep. So anyway. uh, I, I think that uh you know Omar is starting to get his, his fingerprints on this team. Yes. And uh it's exciting to see what uh what he and Mike are going to cook up here, uh, and uh, what's uh, the VP's name that uh, that came over from Philly? Yeah, and he's another guy they talked about because he's a big D lineman kind of guy, and they talked about a couple a couple D linemen that he's he was able to. Yeah, he, he was he was big on 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 getting 
our guy from from the Steelers who, who went to uh, to the Eagles, whose name escapes me right now, but also uh, was kind of the architect of some of that uh, defensive line the Eagles had all year. And by the way, before I forget, before we get out of the NFL and maybe take a break, is the last time we convened, it was eve of Super Bowl. Right. And Mr. Clark was so confident in your eagle and your, your fly eagles fly that I'd like to thank the pro- the Philadelphia Eagles for participating in the Super Bowl. Pick up your commemorative. Uh, well, at least we had a whole bunch of sacks and tackles for losses in the regular season. That's Didn't right. That for something? Yeah. I mean, you talk about a defense, Scott, that did not show up at all. Yeah. Holy mother of God. I mean, if you'd have told me, if you'd have told me that the Eagles would score 35 points against the Chefs, I just, you told me nothing else. That they scored thirty five points. You, you would have been you would have been busy oh, walking oh, to cash easy. in your chips. Oh yeah, I'd be I'd be I'd be up at the window looking for my putting my ticket out, giving my money. I mean, this team's defense didn't do a thing. They never sacked. They never turnover. They didn't have. <clears throat> I don't even know if they had a tackle for loss. I'd have to go back and look. But they were just inept. And it wasn't like they had uh, Mahomes on the run a couple times. They 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 uh, they, they let him off the hook. Um, is yeah. that old old Bears uh, coach said or Minnesota coach said back in the day? That is great. Him off the hook. <laughs> right. it, it was just staggering. I kept saying, "Okay." And now, granted, I mean, when when what you call when fumbled the ball and, well, and had the, yeah. the fumble touchdown, it's probably twenty four seven and halftime instead of seventeen yeah. seven. I mean, or or or, or twenty to seven. But still, they they got past that, and he played it. Uh, uh, a tremendous game, Jalen Hurts. That is, he would probably would have been the MVP if it wasn't for a defense sucking with extreme prejudice. <laughs> Terrible, extreme prejudice. God bless it. Anyway, hey, so uh, we'll see about uh, April. But you know, yeah. we're, we're... Be, be, before we, we we head out, and and uh, I f- I forget to mention, how about got, gotta love the, uh, the 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 golden gophers with the uh, yellow buckets. Oh yeah, they got the yellow buckets at at the U. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, playing, so, uh, playing uh, Michigan State. Uh, but anyway, yeah. hey, let's uh, let's uh, take a pause for the cause, and then yep. uh, we'll get back. Recharge the battery with, here a little uh, bit. With uh, let's uh, actually, you know what? Let's let's uh, round out with uh, Pitt and Penn State. Who? Oh, sure. Yeah, good stuff. I mean, look, Pitt. It was unfortunate at the very end. The, the, the biggest that grabbed my as I'm grabbing my head on camera here was the Notre Dame game. I mean, yeah. I mean, obviously, Mike Bray being leaving having to be his last year as your farting Irish uh, uh, <laughs> you know, coach being there know, 30 years, however many years, 20-some years. Um, obviously, they won one for the Gipper. I yeah. mean, because Notre Dame, 2-16 ACC record, horrible. I, I, before that game even started, I, I saw that as a, as a, as a hiccup. I, I could just see it happening. So they turned that into a situation. They could have had a double bye into the t- yeah. tournament. And, and had clinched at least a share of the ACC regular season title. Yeah. And then when they boffoed that, they had they lead up Miami. They had to get you know play them in Miami. Yeah. And losing that dropped them all the way to five. And and, yep. and so and, and only had the single buy. And you know they 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 won the, the one game against uh, against Tech Georgia Tech. But then you know Duke has been so hot in the last month, and they just they they, they just opened up a can. Uh, and they've been doing that. To, They've been doing that to a lot of teams, and so it's not. I don't really see that as a horrible loss for Pitt because Duke has been really tracking and like really a dangerous team going into the 
yeah. going into the to the big dance because you, they're turning. You, uh, you still expect so. Pitt to get a a, a bid? Oh today? yeah, they'll okay. be in. They'll be in. They'll probably be a ten to eleven yeah. seed, I yeah. think. Um, and Penn State, we have to mention them. They're they're in the final <clears throat> yeah. know, after big beating a, a very very good Maryland team today and, and having a almost buzzer beaters against them the, the night before um, against uh, Northwestern, um, <clears throat> a team that Pitt beat earlier, who's a good team. Um, kudos to them too because they're they're in for sure so Pitt and Penn State both probably double digit seeds but both are both are in which is which is a big thing around here absolutely for, for both of them to be there so congratulations to them yes and then with that uh, let's take a pause for the cause and uh, come back with uh, talks alright Dave back from the break and Pucks and bucks or bucks and pucks? Where do we want to start? Pucks. Yeah. Uh, let's do pucks. Um, so, uh, you know, today your flyer <clears throat> was the opponent, yeah. if you want to call it that. Right. Um, they have like two regulation wins since February 1st. <laughs> uh, you know, it ended up being a lot closer game than than should have been. I mean, it literally the, the score was 5-1. But it was two one with like about five minutes to go in the game, and yeah. an empty net goal and um, uh, a couple other markers that that <clears throat> turned it into a laughing score. But it wasn't a laughing matter. Most of the way, the the, the, the one goal that, <clears throat> that Casey gave up, he, he says in an article here in the in the Trib, being the the maybe the worst goal he's ever given up as a as a penguin. <laughs> and it was. It, and I, I don't disagree. It just was. It was like a third twenty uh, five footer that wasn't really even screened. Um, but, you know, there's a lot of things that happened today. So I know you mentioned the notes about uh, 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 Alex Nylander, who we've both been clamoring, especially me, to come up here, had come up. and But he, he was back today because yeah. of the injury to Benino right. uh, with his lacerated kidney. Ouch. However that um, happened. Uh, right. So, I mean – it's just you know, and 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 I, and I I was on board with the with the bones pickup just because of his shot blockingness and his uh, uh, his his PK abilities, which they lost when they moved um, uh, Teddy Bluger, and and you know, so they had to make up some of that. So the, all the lines were basically modified today, and and Nylander right. actually went up on the second line. Good, you know, with with uh, with, with 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 Gino and, and and Jason Zucker, and they were all fast. Yeah, and and, and while I, while I have the, the name Zucker on my on my lips, as I texted you the other day, I mean the the man has just been balls out all year. He is such a force. I mean MVP. I mean he's he he's got a little skate and make moves on the fly. That that Mister uh, McJesus has at times. He's. He, I mean, obviously, I'm not comparing him to him, but you know, he is. He is what ten goals in the last eight games or something. So on fire. Some 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 uh, some cook uh, some apples to throw in there yeah. as well. Not just the cookies, but amazing. And and Russ, uh, Brian Russ coming back after he had the poops the other day or whatever, <laughs> uh, came up to to to, to Sid <laughs> and, and, and with Sid and Jake, and then Ricky Rack, you know, came down and. To apply his considerable talents on the third line, working with the new guy Michael Granlin, who ended up scoring his first Penguin goal tonight, and, and Doc, who's just been so evident. Yeah, I mean the speed and the strength, and he, he's now knowing that he's playing all the time. The the training wheels are just off. He's just not trying to make. It. He knows he's on this team, and he is just forecheck alicious Scott. 
Yeah. I mean, running guys, you know, uh, you know, cycling in the uh, in the offensive zone. I mean, it's just you know, and you know, your 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 guy and 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 my guy that we like to beat on a little bit, Carter, center of the fourth line with Archie and, and Denton Heinen. So, you know, um, that's, I think that's, you, that's, you that's, made. Hopefully, that's on the way to their press box, Dave. Yeah, you you made you made notes, and we've both talked about the the, the press box situation. The things that are hindering that. Some of these injuries they continue to have, yeah. like uh, like you know uh, the biggest one being you know uh, uh, <clears throat> the other guy that's been out for a while and and, and had a setback, Ryan Paling. He yeah. really was playing playing well and fast and furious uh, himself. And with some of these injuries, um, you know, and, and the thing is that Carter still has is that the faceoff ability and and the, and the PK ability and whatever. But but I, but we're both in agreement that you know. Um, his body of work is just not good enough. And, and, yeah. and, and, you know, this team is in a struggle as it is. Yeah. And, and, and you can have, you can have weaknesses at that spot. And the third line, I'll give them credit. They, they moved Cappy, you know, and, and they, and they shuffled things around. They sat Heinen and they brought him back because of injury, you know, and that's, that's been, that third line has obviously been the sticking point, but I did like what they did, did today. Um, by you know, you know, shuffling people around, and that third line with Granlin and O'Connor, uh, you know, Ricky Rack, it it and and yeah, you know, Ricky Rack had a great deflection goal today, so he he kind of got back on the scoreboard. So, uh, but uh, the guys on the ABC broadcast have been saying what we've been saying for a while. Can you still hear me? Yep, coming live. Okay, yeah, that that you know, who are these guys? Yeah, I mean, are they the guys that? lost three, four games in a row, getting boat raced by the Edmonton Oilers? Are they the team that came back from four down, you know, and beat the artist formerly known as the Columbus Blue Jacket? Wow, yeah. Uh, you know, which, which, and they're terrible, and they're looking for the number one pick. Right. So that, that I mean, although that's formidable coming back from any four-goal lead, for, for what sure. do you do? What are you doing being down four goals to the freaking well, Columbus Blue Jackets? And, so anyway, go and, and then you come back and, and, and you, <clears throat> you, you play Houdini and pull that rabbit out of the hat. But then you go take a, a almost guaranteed win with six minutes left up 3-1 yep. against the Islanders who you like have. Like five met, plus. Who you've six. yet to beat this year, right? Yes. <clears throat> and similar script earlier in the year. Had a lead, choked mm-hmm. it away. And, and, and that team you, you were ahead of for the wild card that, you know, if. if, if they would have been ahead of them. Yeah. If, if, you, get the low, if you get the lower seed, mm-hmm. you're, you're playing the B's. Yeah, first round. Carolina, or, or uh, no, you're playing. Yeah. You're playing Boston. Playing first Boston, round. yeah, for sure, yeah. And, or like, depending on how it flip flops, right? You're right. You're playing for that or and right. And and the other thing about that loss that you just pointed out is what's more appalling about that is that the Islanders are with some without some key people. Yes. Matt Barzell being one of them, right? One of the most edge working, crazy spinorama penguin killer. D- Doug Wilson, you know. Uh, just penguin killer yeah. and a couple other guys. And they let something like that happen at the net front where, you know, at the, at the, at towards the, the end of the period, let that, that, that goal. And it's just completely unacceptable. Yeah, I and, agree. And, and, so that, that, that one, that net front, I mean, that, that's squarely Dumo, not, not getting on. Oh, point. true. Oh no, absolutely. I, I'm just, I'm I, didn't, just I didn't even put, team, that, in, I right. didn't even put yeah. that in the notes. Cause I'm tired of turning that horse into glue. Um, yeah, I, I, you know, and you you, you just got to have that win, it, because then you got the Flyers, you got to have that win, which they got, 
uh, you're in the middle of a five game homestand, and then you got to play the Rangers three games in the next week. Yeah, which you yeah. could take that four spot and then just get out of that part of the bracket that that's going to be hard to yeah. look. Obviously, for this team, winning any first round playoff game has been a challenge in the last five years, but yep. I, I I just think that you know the the last three especially yeah the, the well and they the won last, in sixteen you know, and seventeen yeah so. they 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 had uh, well they haven't won a, a first round playoff game in five years Dave yeah, since the seventeen season you're saying yeah since yeah. the cup year yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, that's right they uh, they they just need to put themselves in in yeah. a position to win they were and and they had that chance in front of them and then you know and and hey you know. Maybe they'll figure it out and and put it pull it all together and and just beat the Rangers three times and and, and get to where they need to. But you know, uh, just 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 the math and the fact that it's like you know, it, if it wasn't the Islanders that you choked away, you never want to choke away a three three one. But it's the team that you're completely up against in the yeah. standings as yeah. you're chasing. So it's a four point game. Yeah, well, the they thing gave is, away the, two points. Yeah, well, the thing about that, the, I mean, the only thing is, and I totally agree with that. But the thing is, I'll say about that is, for like for the better part of fifty some minutes, with the exception of some time in the first period, the first several minutes of the first period, they pretty much had control of that game. It wasn't sure. like that. It wasn't like they were hanging on and they were getting they were getting shelled, and and, and they basically were hanging on with that three one lead. They were pretty much in control of the whole thing. So it but 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 what's become the overriding theme is just that is holding on to yeah. leads it's to, a 60 minute to game. doing the right things <clears throat> and to and, and to finish out and close out cuz some of these losses that they've had in after the All-Star break uh, you know have 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 not been these horrible games they've had like 40 50 minutes of horribleness. Right. Giving it, up 60 been, shots, yeah. It's 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 right. It's been it's been lapses at at the worst possible times at the end of games and not, I mean, look the the game against the, the Islanders. Despite all the things that happened at the end and losing in overtime, you know Carter has that empty net goal and it's it's a high stick. Instead of maybe maybe using his arm to maybe knock the puck down, he he put his stick up and. Well, the worst part the worst part of that play it's, was it's, is he just should have never touched it after the fact. And and the linesman was skating up the ice yelling. High right, stick. that's a good point. That's a good point. And so what happens with that that's is the point. the Face-off comes back in the Penguins' end. Yeah, good point. Yeah, good point. And and and, and right because he's been around the league long enough. If he sees that the harm go up, as the uh, they said in the, in the uh, slap shot, yes. you know, the, the harm goes up. You go to the <laughs> box, mean, you feel shame. So you go, oh wait a minute! Now if I touch this, they're already calling a high stick, and now you gain you gain several seconds outside the zone. Yeah, on a play that's still going on instead of a. A, a dead puck face-off in your end in your end which is totally different yep. uh, and so i agree with you there and, and but it's a lot of little things maybe say death by a thousand paper cuts yeah. it, it's it's just but 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 the thing that buoys me a little bit is the fact that when they're on they're on i mean like it's it's just you have to finish and and you know i mean there's obviously some kind of injury going on with po joseph that just completely escaped my thing because they they went and, and, and traded for Dmitry Kulikov who looks really good. Yeah. He's still fast and he looks real good. He has a big shot. Yeah, and I, I liked his game. Yeah, I when I first game it, since it, he's it, it, because here. I didn't know about this this injury or or, or 
maybe he's out of gas. Personal thing or something. That might be a personal thing. This, he's not this out of is gas. his first full uh, NHL season. No, he's been good all year. He's been good all year. Right, but what my point was it was when we got Kulikov, I expected Doolin to be the guy to sit. Yeah, but you know, and I, I, I go back to this. I mean, because I, I watch this stuff a lot. Dumoulin in the past mm. a month and a half or so has still been really good. Now, yeah, except for that what goal. happened? Well, I know, but I mean, but but his his arrow has been a lot different since we both bashed on him during the course of the year. And I, I was I was so, I was swinging at the pinata along with you, but uh, but I have to be fair to him, and he's been real solid over over the last several weeks. That lapse. The other uh, game aside, and the thing with Carter aside, you know, if if, if Carter does the right thing or whatever, they 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 do it, and then you don't see that play. Uh, well, I mean, you still saw it, but what I'm saying is that he's been he's been tracking a lot better, and I still think when the lights come on, and you, a veteran guy like that who has been performing pretty well, I think is is still going to be something in your favor. But if he's not, uh, they have now options with Kulikov and with Po, depending on what his injury situation is, but they do have a lot of different people that they can plug and play now, but it's just about finding some type of a, some type of consistency mm. and, and that, and then, but, but look, Scott, the consistency has been inconsistency. Yeah. And, and you know what? Ne- I don't think either one of us have delusions of grandeur about this team. I mean, like, I mean, look, no, I, Boston, I just want them to win a fucking playoff series. Right. But, but right. But I mean, Boston, Carolina, yeah. Toronto, the way they've been playing, the Rangers. I mean, they're not those teams. New Jersey, for F's sake. No. I mean, they're, 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 they're not. Uh, fortunately for them, winning a playoff series, it, it's going to have to be one of the top people, probably, probably. Unless the Rangers, who are got a nice little comfortable lead, unless they press them for that spot, they're going to face one of those top couple teams. And yeah. and they haven't had any success against either one of them, Carolina or Boston. Yeah. And and so I mean I think we all just want to hope that they can overachieve their way to pass the second round. Yeah. Because be, I, I I don't see. Well, and and the goal the goaltending the, so. the, the 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 last yes. thing has has been goaltending and yes it, it looks like <clears throat> dismiss right the ship but he's not the guy that's got to get get you to steal a series it's it's clearly it's it's jarry and but he has had his failings like he, yeah. he's great for 50 minutes plus yeah and then he has this pass to somebody that he shouldn't have done or goes up the wall instead of just letting his defenseman take the puck sometimes he has these brain farts yeah and they turn into two goals yeah now that doesn't dispel everything that happened in the first 50 or so but it's critical you <clears throat> can't do that and and and, and I, I like somebody was talking about today in the paper about pointing out some different hiccups he had late in games that have turned what seeming to be sure wins into overtime losses or having to having to to go an extra frame to beat a, 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 another team that like the San Jose loss horrible horrible I mean just I mean so I mean they, they, they were already vacating a lot of their players. I mean, they've already gave up two yeah. or three of their star players, yeah. and and those are two points you have to gobble up like Pac-Man. Yeah, I mean, it, it's bad. Enough. I mean, facing the Rangers all the time that you're going to face coming up is going to be really tough with yeah. how they've loaded up for Bear. Well, you know, I, I don't. I, yeah, yeah so. I think I, I think we'll we'll see. I think uh, I don't think there's enough pucks to go around for that team. I I 
kind of aching that too. Yeah. When when you know yeah. the, the pens uh, pulled the trigger on againla, uh, I don't you know I don't know that Patty Kane's going to be willing to take the role that they really need him to take. But anyway, I digress. Yeah. Yeah. No. But yeah, you're right. But I think we're both kind of in. I would I would I don't speak for you, but in agreement that they they would have to find real lightning in the bottle and find some kind of magic chemistry between some of the shuffling they're doing because they do have some really good top six forwards and into almost a nine. But but it's just injuries, other things, inconsistent play from the goaltending. Well, that's, you know, to, to get beyond the first round, and especially, you know, you're not, you're not talking about Mark andre Fleury. Right. No, that's what I was going to say. I, you, the only thing that's going to get Matt them, Murray in, in, he, into the second couple, round with yeah. the, the players that they have on this team cons- uh, it, right now is, you know, a, a goaltender that's going to flash a, uh, 940, 945, yeah. 950 save percentage. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and so and, and, and give you a chance, you know, give you a chance to win two to one, three to two, uh, yes. in, in the playoffs. And I, I just dismiss not that guy, and yeah. and and Jari just can't put sixty minutes together to convince he, me that he's that guy either. Yeah, and last year was so unfortunate because I think they really were tracking really well and. And some of these bigger teams did not have all the different guys that they yeah. got now. Yeah. In in uh, the two years, deadline, two moves. years in a row with goaltending injuries, and that really hurt them because they were a better team. They had a three-one lead against the Rangers. Yeah, they, they, was, I mean, right. Uh, I mean, yeah. if Jari's healthy the entire way, there's no way they lose that series. I, I don't think so. Well, yeah, know, you, sure. got, you got Louis Domingue and his broccoli and hot potatoes or yeah. pork or whatever that was. Eating. So pork but, and broccoli, chicken and broccoli, <laughs> chicken and pork and broccoli. Yeah, but yeah, you know, should give him kimchi. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we'll see. I mean, uh, uh, but, you know, the the scary part here really is for the Penguins is just that it looks like unless some landscape really changes and the Penguins, like you said, peel off a bunch of wins here against the Rangers and they start getting stumbleicious down the stretch and start yes. feeling some scoreboard pressure yeah. with the Penguins breathing on them and somehow gets supplanted by the Penguins in Correct. that position, then things change a little bit. Yeah. Because now the Rangers with all their – now they're having to face yeah. – these other teams, yeah. but, but 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 without that, yeah, I, I guess this, the is, mes- this is a one series win team yeah. at most. Yeah, to me. I, I guess the message so. is, is stay tuned. Is yeah, uh, yep. remember way back when uh, we had uh, Super Fan Phil on, and, and and we talked about the stat about uh, where you were before Thanksgiving, and then he brought up the math of well, if you look a week before and a week after, that changes the picture. Well, sure. now when you get this close to the end of the season. You know, a week still can be a big thing, right? Yeah, sure. You peel off Absolutely. two or three, or three yep. or three from the Rangers, yeah. Because they're—I don't want to say they're in a funk, but they're not—they're—they're they're not clearly, you know, head and shoulders. They're, they're no. still figuring it out after no. all, all the acquisitions. That's right. That's true. That's true. They're still calibrating things. So yeah, calibrating. We've—we've—we've—we've—we've—we've we've, we've, we've beat on this a little bit. You want to just go Bucks real quick and real talk quick. about yeah, uh, yeah. what's going on with yeah, stuff? because you're—you're you're, you're going to be on on the scene for a little more in-depth yep. reporting next uh, next show. Yeah. So uh, I, I've got a couple notes here. Kutch, he's back already. He had a bit of a hand injury from yeah, a hit by, hit by pitch, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Hayes had been dealing with a sore thumb, but he hit a bomb today. So he looks like he's on his way to recovery. Uh, b- because we've been on a hiatus, uh, Davis and uh, Pagaro were, were part of the first batch of spring yep. cuts uh, back on the 7th. 
And Andy Rodriguez to me is, is he's going to be he's going to make this team. Yeah, he's just hit everywhere he's been. He can catch and he can catch well, but he can also play other positions, which automatically gives him flexibility yeah. against the guy uh, with to 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 complement the guy that they got Hedges or whatever the guy they yeah. got from Cleveland. So I I, I fully expect him. To, to do, but once we talk about the pitch clock, which I think is fascinating. Well, yeah, and I'm really liking. I, it. I, I did a little deep dive on on uh, DK uh, Pittsburgh Sports, and it was uh, uh, digesting some of his stuff around. The, and he was down there in, in Bradenton, and you know that one of the games that he was talking about uh, the, the time of the game was two hours and eighteen minutes. Um, yep. And you know, sometimes people say, "Well, you know, sometimes that's an anomaly if it's you know a pitcher's duel, yada yada yada." But you know, the uh-huh. you know he goes, he dives into it, you know, and as DK does. And the, and the average time in the league uh, as of Thursday had been two hours, 37 minutes. And to yep. put that in perspective, uh, at the time, at uh, 3.36 p.m. on October 13th, 1960, Dave, the yep. official score, uh, the Forbes, time, Field. Forbes Field, yep, time of the game, two hours, 37 minutes when that ball went over the wall. And 19 total runs, 19, 24 right. total hits, yes, yes. and nine total pitchers used yes. in that game. Yes. yes. <laughs> okay. And yeah. it just, uh, to me, look, I love, I'm loving this, Scott. I'm going to tell you, it's, it's like, what is that McDonald's commercial? I'm loving it. I mean, you know, here's the thing. Almost as much as the uh, Surly Brewing. Because uh, <laughs> here's the thing. This time that they give them, and I've, I've watched it in the minor leagues. I told you I've gone to Altoona many times. I've gone up to to uh, Erie to see um, the AAA, you know, uh Indianapolis team play yeah. Erie up there. I've, I've, I've been, and they've been using this for years and it's not that bad. Here's, here's what this all eliminates is the fiddle effing around with the gloves and the stepping out and the kicking things around right. and the guy with the rosin bag and the yeah. pointing here and the stuff that t- batter because up. If, if you, yeah, if you're, let's play ball. I mean, you're, you're in the box. I got the ball and it's not that, that's not that uh, restrictive of a time. If you talk about catching the ball and, and having 15 seconds, you can see, and these guys now are starting to realize that they can take it all the way down to three or two seconds and have plenty of time. And now that they have pitch, pitch calm where they can tap the, the, the pitch without having to go through the signs and yeah. shake, you know, shake it off. Like yeah. you talked about, like, what's her name? <laughs> um, you know, Taylor Swift is that, you know, it, 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 it takes all that out because yeah. if you look at games and I've, I almost like I'm laughing out loud to myself watching some of these games because there's plethora of pitching changes, Scott, yeah. and different things. But it's still, even with that, you get 20 seconds with a guy on base, right? right? Fine. But the umpires, too, they have the ability to 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 cut in if the ball is fouled off somewhere and they have to uh, – or, or something happens at the plate where you know a guy gets hit or something. You know They don't start the clock right. or if something happens. So they have the ability to do that. And – each batter gets a timeout. If they get one timeout right. per at bat, right. so if, if the pitcher's really working fast, yeah. you know they could just say, "Okay, wait a minute," and call a timeout. And the other thing is the batter. This is what I like too. The batter's got to be ready with eight seconds to go on that clock. It's got to be in facing the pitcher, looking at him. And one of the games, I think it was a game against Toronto, the Pirates had a guy got called out on the third strike to end the inning because he didn't get in. Right, and I was like. That's this is like, yeah. yeah. He's got the ball. You got the bat. Let's play. Right. What the fuck are we doing? Right. I mean, I mean, I could. I mean, I understand that. You know, say a bunch of wind blows cups around and stuff, and the umpire goes, "Wait a minute." And, and the umpires are been very ju- 
very fair yes. about when they see something happening, something blows onto the field or some shit happens. They, they, he holds the clock and he says, okay, now start. And, and so it's not like they're being completely assholes about the whole thing. They're, they're, they're using their own discretion uh, about stuff. And, you know, there's a lot of things <clears throat> I think of. And <laughs> I just think it's great because, now I don't necessarily need to have it like be Evelyn Wood speed baseball. Right. But if you, if you just think about all – if you took one game and watched it on video from last year and watched like a spring training game this year, you would see how much fiddle effing around Bullshit. happens yeah. in the course of a game. Bullshit stuff. Not even like real stuff. I mean digging in and doing yeah. stuff. The guys just really just – they've been – it's been ingrained in their DNA – to try to slow everything down. Yeah, stepping for 30, out, 30 stepping plus out. years. Yeah. So stepping out for what? Sean what are you Casey. stepping out for? Yeah, exactly. The human rain delay. Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, and, and stepping out for what? It's, it's time to go. What are you yeah. stepping out for? Yeah. You got the ball, I got the bat. Let's go. That's right. I mean, and and that's, I think, is going to be huge. For sure. This year. And, and, and I think it's a step that I'll give Rob Manfred uh, credit for that. And the, the funny thing I read in the paper, I'll just throw this back to you in a second, is, you know, they did decide to keep the runner at, at second base in yeah. extra innings. Yeah. And they call it the Manfred Man. <laughs> <laughs> because that started. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, uh, finish up any thoughts you think we should on the pitch clock stuff. No. Before, I, we, get, before I, we get into the opening day lineup. Yeah. No, well, I mean, the opening day lineup, I, I think you, you kind of hinted where, where, you know, there's may, maybe a, a tweak or two in there yep. uh, at, the, at the catching position. But yep. um, er, everything that you, you said about the, uh, the, the pitch clock, I'm 100% in agreement with. And you, um, you laid it out there eloquently. And uh, it's, a, it's a fine argument. And it's something that you and I have been talking about, I, I don't know, yep. as long as we've probably known each other. Yeah, yeah, and and what you know, obviously that you you definitely put in the lineup, which I have seen many times and agree with. Cruz who's doing his cruise missile thing and just you know just elevating himself into maybe star status at short. Hayes at third, Reynolds at center, Carlos Santana, Oyakumava, uh, combination <laughs> first and, and 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 DH who's got you know power and. And, and and brings in experience as is McCutcheon and G Man Choi. Right. Uh DH first base Sawinski, who can also move around and also play some center if they want. Right. And then Rodolfo Castro, I think, is probably gonna win the second base job. It's gonna be a close one between uh, you know, uh Joan Bay and, and, and a couple other people in there. But and then of course Hedges being the, the great game caller or whatever will be, even though he can't hit you know, me, if I walked across the plate, <laughs> it, it still is, it's just, he deserves to be there. And I think Rodriguez will see more time than, than you think. But then, you know, you go into rotation. I think, look, I've watched the games. JT Brubaker's looked well. He's given up only like two earned runs in like eight plus innings, you know, four or five strikeouts, only a walk or two. Um, you have Ronzi who's in Contreras, who's in the world baseball classic. And then, yeah. and Keller who's, He's doing Keller things like he did in the second half. Yep. Your top three looks pretty good. And I'm going to tell you what, talking about laughing my ass off, Rich Hill, the guy <laughs> is just, he's like Eddie Fainer, like the, the softball slow pitch guy. Yeah. Put it behind his back, throw the thing. Throw, and then the guy sits down and he's struck out. And he gets back to the dugout because how did this 43-year-old uh, Smush baller, get me out. Because he, <laughs> he, he just knows how to pitch. Yeah. I mean, he he changes arm angles, Scott. Yeah. He changes speeds. He changes where 
I mean, it's not like he's throwing it on between his legs, right? But he's just knows the game. He works fast. So him and then and the and the final spot works fast for strikes. Exactly, and uh, yeah, Vince Velasquez and Oviedo and a couple people are vying for that fifth spot. But what I like, Scott, is the thing that you definitely mentioned from the very first jump a long time ago, is they've infused this team with veteran people at critical positions like Hill, like Velasquez, like you know, uh, uh, and, and like Kutch. Santana, like Kutch, like G Man Choi. Because what your point always has been is. Yeah, it's great we're bringing all these kids up, but this team needs to learn from people that have been there and have been formidable players in this league to show them the way back to 13 through 15, right? Yes, in, indeed, indeed. Uh, and, uh, so, you know, hey, hey, at the end of the day, hopefully this is the spark that that is the push to, you know, get, get if, if not get over, get close to 500. That's correct. And uh, look, Last year, I think the I think I may I may have mentioned it last show. I'm not sure, but the Baltimore Orioles model is what I'm thinking is they had a 31 game turnaround from the year before to last year. Now I don't know it's going to be 31 games for the Pirates, but I'm thinking that some of the moves they make and the extra experience that these young guys have had now playing, uh, they brought them up, and what 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 this infusion of of of, of uh, this veteran leadership is going to mean for this team is going to be closer to 500 than not. Yeah. And just because they just, they just have more, they just have more to offer this year. Cause last year was just bring up kids. Whatever, so. As Levi. And his Le- Le- Levi and his, his counterpart goose are, uh, <laughs> telling me, uh, all, all is this wingman goose? Yeah. His wingman. Yeah. It's his, it's his real, should have, should, have, should have called him Maverick. With, uh, yeah. go, I'll let you uh, uh, pontificate there while I while you get control of things. Yeah, no, I, I, I'm just gonna while you're getting control of your uh, pooches. Uh, I, I just think that I, I have uh, I'm I'm mildly cautiously optimistic. You know that what we're gonna see, Scott, isn't a major league product that looks like a team heading. Right in a direction that they need to be, be it Orioles style, Astros style, when they started to get good and added. Yep. Other than this 100-loss team, I don't see this as a 100-loss team this year. I don't. Not with, uh, knock on wood, you know, significant injury. Absolutely. Correct. That's the whole change. As long as the staff stays healthy. Correct. And, you know, maybe they make an acquisition or two uh, 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 along the way. And I've said before that this 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 NL Central is not the monsters of the Midway. No, I mean they're they're, they're I mean they're I mean St. Louis is always going to be up there. I expect them to be up there again. But yeah, Chicago is still rebuilding. I mean Milwaukee, the the Pirates were actually you know manhandling them a little bit last year for the first time in a while. I mean some of these other teams that are in this division, they're they're not they're not there's some not there's not some clear. Oh my God! It's like the Yankees and everybody else. Right. Uh, it, it's just not like that. And no, I'm not saying they're going to vie for a division title. Right. But I mean, you know, I, I think they're also not going to be intimidated, you know, by by what's what, what the and the Reds, you know, or they got they, 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 a couple good things. But they're not. I mean, none of those teams are something that's going to be strike fear in you every time you play them. 
This is a team last year, the Pirates, that swept the Dodgers in L.A. with none of these guys that they have right, right now. Right, right. <laughs> well, not none of them, but right. a lot of them that they right. didn't have last year. A lot of this yeah. veteran people that Ooh. know how to win. A guy that really sticks out to me is, is Carlos Santana because this guy has hit everywhere he's been. He's, he, he gives you that home run at any time potential in that four spot, and you have McCutcheon behind him, and you can't, you can't pitch around. You know, kind of thing. I think when the lights come on, uh, you're you're going to see a team that now is laden with people that know how to win. Yeah, for sure. More than they had before. Uh, yeah. So anyway, sure. yeah. that's all I got. Yeah. So with that uh, quick pirate segment, yep. uh, let's head off the break and we'll come back yep. with uh, birthdays and uh, events and uh, random roundup rock. Yeah, buddy. All right, Dave, back from the break. Uh, let's get into events and birthdays. All righty, so uh, this date, 311. Oh. In 1942, as Japanese forces continued to advance in the Pacific Theater during World War II, U.S. Army General Douglas MacArthur left the Philippines for Australia, where he vowed famously, quote, I shall return, unquote. <laughs> a promise he kept more than two and a half years later. Um, and fast forward to around this date, uh, circa 1984, uh, a certain deadly cyborg entered the uh, West Highland Police Station uh, <laughs> just outside of Los Angeles, searching for his intended Sarah targets. Sarah Connor. Uh, Sarah Connor and uh, Kyle Reese. After being denied entry by the desk sergeant on duty, he uttered those now uh, famous words, uh, Scott. I'll be back. <laughs> Promptly returned in a car, uh, smashes into the desk and massacres the staff, as, as one does when you're a deadly cyborg. Guy. Deadly cyborg, Dave, yes, for sure. So, yes. Yeah, so, uh, so, first up, uh, on the birthdays, uh, American singer, songwriter, actress, and author Lisa Loeb is apparently not falling apart as she turns the big Joey Porter slash Sergey Gonchar double nickel number, number 55 today, Scott. Uh, she graced us with her gifts back in the mid to late 90s, rolling out a few hits and two back-to-back albums that uh, went certified gold. And oddly and ironically enough, uh, we opened the show talking about the gastro consequences of green beer and shakes, right? So, uh, so Mr. Google informs me that Lisa's father was, uh, yep, uh, a gastroenterologist. <laughs> Lots of TP and uh, Lysol spray in his office, Scott, just oh, saying. Boy. So Lisa also entered the into the world of acting, landing various uh, guest spots on Netflix series, you know, here and there, and uh, bit parts in various horror films like Hot Tub Time Machine. Uh, <laughs> part two, I guess she didn't part make two. part one, yeah. I'm not sure. But she also has released children's CDs and books and uh, and uh, one called CD called uh, Feel What You Feel won Best Children's Album at the Grammys in uh, 2016. She's had a line of eyewear, uh, started a nonprofit that sends underserved children to, to camp, uh, funded by Loeb's own organic coffee line. I mean, geez, do you sleep? Wow. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, well, Lisa, fools like me and, and many other guys surely were falling in love with you back in the day. And oh, yeah. I remember one day in the late 90s, I, I turned on the radio, I turned up the radio, and this woman was singing my song, and that woman was you. So 
here's hoping you uh, you make a comeback to the charge soon. And if you do, please stay. We missed you. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and uh, and uh, onward to an, uh, the second one we have here. Checking in at the magic uh, number of one, James Harrison, uh, media proprietor and publishing mogul extraordinaire, the owner of hundreds of local, national, and international public, uh, publishing outlets around the world. Mr. Rupert Murdoch is 92 today. Wow. Jesus, Lord. Um, you know, he's just, the list of stuff he owns is like, just let's just a brief. In the UK, The Sun and The Times. In Australia, the Daily Telegraph, Herald Sun, and the Australian, and the U.S., the Wall Street Journal, and New York Post. Sort of heard of those. Uh, the uh, you know, b- book publisher, uh, uh, Harper Collins, the, the publishing company, television broadcasting channel, Sky News Australia. And of course, the biggie here in the States is Fox, which successfully landed a yep. huge TV deal with the NFL to air NFL, NFC games in 1993. With a net worth of $21.7 billion with a B as of March B. 2022, Murdoch is the 31st richest person in the United States, currently in the 71st richest in the world. Yeah, so Rupert, you, know, you old rich coot, you, um, I, mean, I, I need a favor. Uh, so I'm heading to London in late June. So yeah, I was wondering if you can convince your editors at The Sun or The Times to, to run a story about my arrival. You know, I, I, just a few ideas for the headline. Uh, uh, the eagle has landed. No, no, wait, wait, wait. That's wait. Uh, that one, that one's already taken. How about uh, London? We have a problem. Uh, uh, or, or London calling. Oh, wait to uh, clash. Uh, or touchdown Pittsburgh. Uh, or maybe in keeping with the British tabloid standards, the turd is in the punch bowl. <laughs> and, and while you're at it, Rupert, uh, how about scoring me some courtside seats for Wimbledon? I mean, I mean, uh, you could you could buy that place with money you have down in the cushions of your couch. And, I, you know, all I'm doing is asking for a seat close enough to get a selfie with Amanda Anasanova or Alina Svitolina. Ooh. Just Google them. You'll know why. I'm sure if Mr. Rupert's, uh, Mr. Rupert Jr. was still flying at full mass, he'd probably have he'd probably have asked one of them to be wife number five by now. Uh, uh, but anyway, uh, happy birthday. Uh, happy 92 James Harrison birthday to you, Mr. Too Rich Guy from from over there. That's right. So, uh, so there's some for, uh, some notables, Scott, that I okay. threw in here. Um, so former ABC News correspondent and anchor, anchor, uh, Sam Donaldson, is on Channel 89 today, Scott. 89 years with old the, for with, Sam with, Donaldson. With those eyebrows. Yeah, major things. You need, a, you need like a like a weed eater to get those things down to, to size. But uh, And then another one is, is kind of interesting. Recording uh, executive, you know this guy, Jimmy Iovine. Oh, yeah. A true rags to riches story of a college dropout who started off his musical journey cleaning a recording studio only because of a favor from his friend. This is how far this guy was down the ladder at one point. And things sort of progressed a bit from there. I mean, artists he's either produced or engineered sound for are as follows. Springsteen, Petty, Stevie Nicks, <sighs> Meatloaf, Dire Straits, U2, on and on and on. Then he founded Interscope Records. And as soon yep. as he did that, did that, he quickly signed... Tupac Shakur, that kind of worked out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and, and then him and Dr. Dre uh, created Beats Electronics, which was eventually purchased by Apple Inc. for a cool $3 billion. With a B. With a B. And anyway, Jimmy is the big 7-0 today. 70 oh, for my. Jimmy Iovine. And I'm guessing not lacking for available tunes on his iPhone or, right, right. or headphones, Scott. So, and, and some things I wanted to throw in today just as a... 
uh, kind of aside, I kind of missed this in February a little bit. And, uh, yeah, I was thinking about ahead. it. There's some really, really formidable, like really incredible uh, deaths in this year. I mean, the yes. 2023 has not started out well with, no. and I'll just roll out a few of these. R- rip, and them I just, off, rip them off. I, I just kept looking at them. It's incredible. So Bud Grant, just recently here, the last yeah. couple of days, couple 95, days, yeah. the coach of uh, the uh, Minnesota Purple People Vikings, Eaters. Purple People Eaters at 95 passed. Of course, Lisa Marie Presley, way too young at 54, Eesh. not long ago either. Um, actor Tom Sizemore, uh, really good stuff from him and like being in, yep. in uh, uh, Saving Private Ryan and, and a bunch of other things. You know, really made a, a, a big deal of himself later in his career. And the last original member of uh, Leonard Skinner, Gary Rossington. Yeah, I saw uh, that March too. 5th. Yep. You know, uh, I saw the Washington Collins band, his one band, like back in the day in Florida, and and, and just a, a bunch of other ones pop out. Richard Bowser, comedian yeah. actor, Munch on 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 seventy eight, yeah. Uh, and Raquel Welch. Oh, Oof. my posters! I, I have to bring them back out just right, to, right. To, to relive the uh, magic. Eighty two was Raquel on her passing. Stella Stevens, mm-hmm. another tremendous actress and really, really nice looking woman. Eighty four. Burt Backrack, yeah, ninety two composer of yeah. so many, so many great tunes, and, yep. and did some stuff, really great stuff with Dion Warwick, you know, ninety two. Uh, one what really crushed me, uh, I think we may have even mentioned it on a past show, but Cindy Williams, seventy five. I mean, a little young there, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I just you just thought she'd just like live forever. She looked like a little kid even into her later ages, seventy five, and of course David Crosby. The often incredibly talented. Not sure how he made it that far, but sure. I don't, I don't know how either. I, I, I thought, I thought for sure that like any of the Rolling Stones would have would have beat him there. But uh, you know, and then and then Jeff Beck, what a tremendous guitarist. Yeah, seventy eight. I mean, just just a cavalcade and uh, of people. Scott, and yeah. one that one that stuck out to me was your your uh, your. Uh, uh, um, Paco Rabanne. Now, you may not have remembered. He's 88. He was a designer, you know, back. And I think it's, uh, I don't know, it's not Mexican, but I can't remember his descent. But back in the day in the 80s, Scott, <clears throat> his cologne was like the shit to have. Paco Rabanne cologne was like what every guy in his 20s, if you weren't wearing Paco, you weren't shit. It was like, that was the... Cologne before some of the other ones came along. Uh, it was not cheap, but not ridiculously expensive. And I mean, he probably made a fortune. 106 just on bucks that. at Nordstrom's for 1.7 ounces. Is that what it is right now? Yeah. Holy shit! Well, it wasn't that back then, but it it, it was. It was just such a clean, fresh uh, scent. It wasn't like musky or whatever. It right. was really, really, and you didn't need much of it. Right, because it was really well made, but yeah, little little spritz. So, uh, so that's all I have on the events and birthdays and deaths, unfortunately, and a lot of shit on uh, for our show and three eleven, uh, Scott, and uh, you know, I'm sure you'll probably be dropping in some three eleven at some mm, point during our beautiful disaster. Our, our beautiful disaster, <laughs> oh, and hopefully that's not the story of the 2023 uh, penguins. penguins. Yeah, yeah, that's that's uh, hopefully not. So, uh, but um, anyway, so um, well, why don't back. we st- why don't we start off with your your Heinz Ward uh, romp? 
Yeah, well, I'm, I'm flipping back over so they can see me now. Yep. I flipped back over to the video because I was trying to <clears throat> flip in that John Connor uh, I'll be back thing, which technology failed us. But anyway, um, yeah, so uh, what was it? What was it the, the first thing that was up on the, on the no. ramp? Well, I told you. Oh, to, yeah, I told you to go to Heinz. I was. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Right. Right. Or Acrisure. Oh, no, sorry. <laughs> that was no. So I mean, I just thought it was kind of bizarre that you know, with Heinz, who who still you know he was recently snubbed again for the you know, Hall of Fame, which maybe at some point he'll get in. I mean, the numbers being what they were, but he's this is a Super Bowl MVP. You know, a, a, a bunch of catches and. and Steeler history, even though they weren't a pass happy team, um, you know, has I remember when I saw this uh, happen, coaching an XFL team, uh, you know, who's now, you know, uh, in in like uh, San Antonio, the 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 Brahmas, as in as in Brahma Bull, uh, is the XFL's forty three game season. Which airs exclusively on Disney platforms this spring. Uh, so, I, I don't know. I, I think it's a it's, it's a kind of a weird thing for him to go into something. And if you watch any of that at all, which I just drop in, they 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 have the plays. You can hear them being called before they're actually called uh, done, right? Because they mic up the, the the quarterback, and then you hear the coach, coach too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so they, they, I mean, they have their unique. <clears throat> I guess footprint, wherever you want to say on on on, on uh, <clears throat> this non NFL football thing. But what what do you think about that, Mister Heinz Ward, XFL? Yeah, I, the XFL piece. You know, I I, I think that's Heinz, Heinz looking for 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 Heinz uh, type of uh, adoration. Right. Uh, but uh, you know, as oh, far as the know. Hall of Fame snub goes, you know, we'll see. I I. I you know, is if, if Pittsburgh fan, you'd, you'd love to see him get in. I just, I just think it's, it's, it's awful tough, and yeah, <clears throat> because I of agree. the type of player that he was, yeah, he he sacrificed numbers for the betterment of the team, whether it was blocking for the run, uh, or or, or whatever, right? He, yep, you know, and and yep. th- those are some of the things that that kind of go unnoticed for Hall of Fame voting. Sure, and like two time Super Bowl champion, but also. A Super Bowl MVP. Now I don't have I don't have this information in front of me, but I wonder, and I'd have to get Googleicious on this, like offline. But how many Super Bowl MVPs are not in the Hall of Fame? I I, don't, I mean I don't know that there's I mean, that I, I would bet that that number probably surprises you. Oh really? Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know what? You might be right because I think uh, wasn't the Dallas guy that picked off the Steelers in the '94 yes. thing. Right. Super Bowl MVP. Yeah. They uh, signed a big contract with somebody yeah. never be heard again. So I agree with you. I understand. Red, that Redskins uh, Super Bowl that they beat Denver, I think it was the running back that won it, or was it Doug Williams? I can't remember. Well, well Doug Williams In did 87. win it the one time, but 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 uh, there was Mark Rippon won, but I don't know if he was MVP, but you're right. There was a running back that yeah. was kind of like nondescript up, up, up to that. Yep. But having said that, I, I, I think it's fair to say that he had a lot better career than some of these outlier guys that just won the Super Bowl by yes. a great performance yes. or, or won the Super for, Bowl. For MVP sure. By, 
for sure. So, but and, but I as think I stated that there's there's elements to his game that that go un I don't want to say undocumented, but they're they're just not voted on. Right. It's 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 not a statistic, or it's not a. Uh, um, I mean, it, no, you it, hit it right. It's not a it's not a statistic. Yeah. It, it's so right. So I mean, if you say the a Hall of Fame blocking guy, he was way more than. Excuse me, it was way more than that, and he still put up some some pretty good numbers. But they weren't a real pass happy team then. It was I don't want to say three yards in a cloud of dust, right. but they you know they had the likes of Bettis and, and 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 other running backs that that were in there, and and he was he was more than complimentary. And but if if you have a, a category, if a, the Hall of Fame, one of the categories is like. Clutch first down catches and big plays right, and right. that kind of thing, you know. Uh, for God's sake, if Antonio Brown wasn't such a complete mess, right, he would arguably have numbers to back it up because for a six seven year span was the best, the best receiver best. in football. And, I mean, and, 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 and most and, and, most years not even close. And, and right, and 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 Heinz would would never be confused in a six seven year span to be. No the best receiver in football like no, no, never. Antonio Brown was. So that's that's that that's for sure. But I just thought it was kind of weird just seeing him on there and and just just doing his thing in a, in a, in, a, in, a, in a weird league like that. But anyway, that's that's all I had really on that. But you had something about parking stuff and Yeah, I was people I, bad I, I was you know, actually I wasn't driving up. I was being Ubered by my son and we were driving over to my exes in your neighborhood. Yeah, and and just the way that people park over there, especially in, in the uh, the townhome section, and you know mm-hmm. how you know a, a road has a, a a turn, and that people are parking on that the outside part of a bend of a curve. It's like it, yes, it, it normally turns have yellow right on 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 the curb because you shouldn't yeah. ever ever no no never never it could <laughs> harm puts harm up. Uh, right, <laughs> it, it, and there's just cars just parked everywhere, mm. just like here, there, by the post, you know, by by the mailbox gazebos. Yeah, it's just it's like a, a Chinese fire drill, and somebody yelled, yep. "Stop!" Yeah, well, somebody has done that here, and you, obviously you've been in my place. There's, yeah, yeah, you know, we're in a cul-de-sac, and the mail carriers, they drive up to the boxes and then put the mail in the boxes right driving up and reaching their arm in the thing and that's a uh, convenience for them to be able to do that well there's this guy that he's a relative or, or a friend or something of one of our neighbors a couple doors down and he's been watching her place as she's been traveling and stuff i don't know who this guy is this big guy and he's been parking right in front of those boxes and meanwhile this late this lady her name's leanne she has a huge driveway, like yours. She has a double driveway. Right. So she's not even there, and he parks in front of the mill. And, now, and some things, you know, maybe I shouldn't be so, uh, you know, so granular with my, with my, uh, uh, you know, upsetness right. about this stuff. But I thought to myself, I mean, who does that? Like, you know how they deliver the mail. Right. And you have a whole driveway to park. Or Scott, other spots, you can park anywhere else in the cul-de-sac. You can you can just go to the right or just go down a little bit further, and not <clears throat> so anywhere with her. So I was so I told my sister this. I said I, I'm I'm gonna leave a note on his window, and so I I, I today I did. I, and he's there today and yesterday, 
And we know the male right. lady, contradiction in terms. Uh, her name's Donna, great woman. We've known her for years. And I, I even said to her one day, I said, this guy's still, and she goes, yeah, and I had to get out of the thing the one day. And I thought for sure she was going to say, yeah, I got this asshole. I should right. you know, say something. But she was just like really more like annoyed by it, not yeah. like. So I said, you know what? So I when I put underneath his wiper, I said, dear person, <laughs> uh, uh, could you please not park in front of the mailboxes? Our mail carriers you know, drive around and and." put the mail in the, the boxes and by doing this you're going to make them get out of the vehicle right. and if there's bad weather whatever you're going to make them you know and we could you please not do that uh, and and I'm trying to figure out how it's signed and I just put signed uh, neighbors in the cul-de-sac <laughs> yeah and, and you know what it's funny because when I went out to do something before we got on on, on uh started recording i went i got to my car and get something and he moved it he moved nice. it to the driveway where nobody else is there it's like what i mean and this guy's like a big like if anything it's going to be closer for you to, to move your fat ass to the door instead of being out of it and like it's just i think sometimes people the thing that fascinates me about nowadays scott is of course you have and i'll, I'll throw in another random thing in a minute but people are just kind of i want I me mean, I'm, I'm putting my hand like here they're in like this fog it's like, how would you think that that's okay to do? Like parking in front of somebody's mailbox. Like, would you do that on any other street? Would you do it like when, you know, some people have their boxes that are on like kind of main roads, not main roads, but, uh, or just on some street and you park directly in front of their mailbox? Right. Why would you do that? Because most of these people have to drive up. Yeah. And get their mail because it's way at the end of their driveway. Yeah. And you're making them now get out of the car, come around your stupid vehicle. It's just, I don't understand how people have this kind of cloud. They don't care. Or, or, yeah, or maybe they don't care, but it just, they're just like, you know, it's the same thing with the, and I almost did a, I think I'm going to, next time we convene after my Florida trip, is do another open letter. <laughs> people that continue, Scott, continue, I know we've talked about it, but continue to talk on the phone in the car and text as they're driving to the thing. Fortunately, I, I hope this comes to pass. But honestly, I swear to God, I, I pray to God. There's a, there's a, I think it might have been a Republican representative or, or, or senator in, in, in uh, Pennsylvania introduced a bill to completely ban having your phone in your hand when you're a car. There is no reason. For you to, ha I mean, how many devices you have on top of your on top of your dash, yeah. inside the <clears> vent, <throat> uh, Bluetooth with, with I mean, I mean things like that. I'm wearing. Right. I mean, just anything. There is a cavalcade, be a plethora of different things. You put it on speaker, you, even if you have it laying down right. on the thing. But there apparently are some people that just are 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 so in tune to. I have to have this here. To talk on the why would you why would I mean you're would, like remote controls would you go back to walking up to the TV and pressing the button and <laughs> you have a remote control I mean that's the same like concept like why and and there's been I, I lost somebody I knew a friend of mine way back when Florida that that was helping somebody on the side of the road on the Howard Franklin Bridge going to St Pete that was helping somebody with a tire and somebody was texting or calling and, and hit this guy and killed him. And so I have personal experience right. with this. Okay, so I'm a little, I mean, a little uh, jade. I mean, I'd say a little uh, 
I have some some stuff with that. Um, but you know, I just I don't get it, Scott. I mean, I, and I can see today when I was coming down after I left you um, at House of a Thousand. Yeah, I came back <sighs> down uh, Wexford Run, and I stopped to get some uh, peaches. Billions of peaches, peaches. No, I saw you parked there the, when we came. We were coming. Back. Oh, did you? Yeah. So what happened was I was supposed to get for Susan get um, Girl Scout cookies at Coons. Uh-huh. They had already left the premises. They were supposed to be there until two. They left at one thirty. Shit. Elvis so left I, the as building. A, as a, <laughs> so as I was going by to meet you at House of a Thousand, yeah. I saw these kids and it, I guess their mom with a thing. Girl Scout cookies. I'm like, holy shit. But then I'm like, well, I don't want to leave Scott waiting. He's already there. Yeah. I'll come back and get them. So I went back, and they actually were just packing up. So I ended up Woo! getting I just I got it in time, so I got the Girl Scout cookies. But as I was coming out of there to go back home, there's a car in front of me. And this is how I know what's going on. And you know this, too, from seeing people that are doing phone things. They're driving faster. Then they're slowing down. Then they're going over the right of way. Then they're slowing down. Then they're speeding up, and now we get now we get to nine ten at the light. Yep. And the, the, yeah, the light changes. There's a couple cars coming the other way on Westwood Run. They turn, whatever. So this guy now is in front of me, and he's got a clear path, and he's just sitting there. I'm like, what the fuck? And so he so he's gonna turn left. Didn't have his blinker on, by the way. He's turning, and he just sits there, not in the middle of the intersection, because I just went one right around him. Yeah. He's sitting there. And I, so I lay on the horn and I can see him fiddling with his phone. Right. And I was like, are you effing kidding me? What are you doing? And so I I just made the light because it just turned yellow. He was still sitting there like he's, like he's texting the president or something about the new budget. I don't know what he's doing, but I, I, it, it, it's become so ridiculous. I, I really hope this bill passes and they make it completely illegal for you to have your phone in your hand when you're driving. Right. I mean, what am I missing here, Scott? Nothing uh, at <laughs> I mean, all. Just, just, just not, well, and, and, and if you can't multitask, don't. Well, and if you're in a light, I understand it. Like yeah. you're sitting at a light and some of these lights around here are long. Yeah. So you, you get something, you get tap, tap, tap on the thing. I'll be there in a couple minutes. Or, 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 yeah. or at least when somebody lays on the horn behind you, say, oh, got it. Got it. Yeah, I'm sorry. Going. Yeah. Not the, and sometimes you get yeah. distracted, whatever. But but these people are doing it as they're driving this right, ride. Right. And that's what that's what's dangerous to me. Yeah. Because you can drift out. I mean, I, I the woman that uh, introduced this bill, that she had a bunch of other, they had a bunch of studies that they did. And they talked about the accidents on 79, how many things were attributed to, to, Distracted driving. They said basically, when you're fiddling and texting on your phone, going 70 miles an hour, that basically, for like about 20 seconds or so, it's like you're driving blindfolded, right? Because you're basically like you know using the force Yoda style, yeah. Because you're not looking at the road, right? And something can change like that. For sure, car could slow down, cut in front of you, yeah. A deer, anything, you know. And, And I just I think it's something that really needs to be adjudicated it needs to be uh and that law needs to pass because and, unless you it's like anything else the cat's away the mice play there's <laughs> not there's not a lot of, of of cops on the road right now i mean 279 is basically the fucking autobahn yeah i mean just going into pittsburgh like going into pittsburgh towards the bridge yep. it's 50 miles an hour like i'm a 510 over guy i'm i'm not gonna lie 
Okay, but I have people whizzing by me at 75 miles an hour heading towards the Fort Pitt Bridge. That was probably me. Well, then shame on you. <laughs> but I mean, you know, I, I mean, I understand going a little bit. Now it's like, it's like whatever everybody else does. And if no, if there's no, if, if there's no police presence, right. then people are just going, well, this guy did it. So I guess it's, a, I'm just going to. I'm just going to do like what he did. Yeah. And I'm just going to, and it's just dangerous. To my me. Fa- I, I my just, favorite part is, and, and, and yeah, there, there is definitely danger, but you know, I, I, I drive a, a car that was made to drive that fast actually on the Autobahn. Well, true. But, but, but when you, but when you see that piece of shit, 15 year old, uh, Chevy, whatever the fuck grocery getter, gr- grocery getter, or, you know, and, and, and you, you see like duct tape holding on a quarter panel and you see the tailpipe hanging and in, in probably bald tires. That's when you're like, yeah, that, that, that a, that shouldn't even be on the road and B it should never be allowed to go over 50. No, true. But I, but I, I just mean in general, what I'm just talking about is people, there's a, there was a, I just read it in the paper the other day, yesterday, maybe that there was a head on collision, this 35 year old kid yep. and somebody else. They, they 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 both were killed instantly because I mean the, they had they 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 did the the initial traffic thing is they both were probably going seventy five or more miles an hour in a fifty five zone on seventy five now on seventy nine now yeah. I understand that ten overish I'm I'm good I'm okay with that but you know it's we've got hills we've got turns we've got curves we got trucks everywhere stupid Dash drivers trucks. so right and so you it's it's not meant to to be Maybe it should be 60. I don't know. But it's not meant to be 75, 80. It's just right. not. This isn't Florida when everything is straight for flat. miles and flat. And you can that, see. That, and you can see everything both yeah. ways. Right. It's not like that in Pittsburgh. We have hills. We have right. turns, curves. I mean, how about the curves that go down 79 before you get to 376? Those hairpin curves <clears throat> that, that, that happened before that. So we have shit like that. Or on 279, that, that, that bridge that now they, they, they do now have automatic de-icing. But, uh, you know, when you are driving and, and it's it's not a sunny day, right? It's, there's one thing driving 15 miles over the speed limit on a sunny day. Uh, yeah. Good, good conditions versus, yes. you know. Pristine conditions, pr- right. Pristine conditions, better better phrase. And and driving fifteen over when uh, you're you're going over a bridge, you're going over um, you know landfill that tends, which you know uh, an off ramp or an on ramp or, or, right, or right. something that has elevation that was basically right. earth that was put there and it freezes before everything right. else and you don't know it or black ice or and again mm-hmm. it, it goes back to yes. uninformed poor drivers that caused the issue for the good drivers. And, and like, like to your point, you always need to be a defensive driver. Yes. And, 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 and things can change in an effing instant. Right. I mean, if you're driving, like this, this article definitely pointed out that if you're basically driving blindfolded and I've caught myself a couple of times, a call came in or something. And I got distracted for a few seconds. I'm like, Holy shit. I can't, I can't believe I'm at this light already. Changing, and that, changing that, scared, radio station that, or- that scared me a little bit myself. But these people are doing this I, I on the road with, going yeah. 70 some miles an hour. I worked with a guy that got uh, hit in a pretty bad accident. Fortunately, he was in a big enough car. This is probably 15 years ago. But the, the, the kid that hit him was reaching down under his seat because his CD fell down. So literally, didn't have a phone. He, you know, he, right. Yeah. One of those is in your, yeah. I'm, I'm off 
Well, yeah. I'm on camera for Dave, yeah. but I'm, I'm, I'm going off camera because yeah. I'm yeah. reaching for the yeah. CD under the seat. Yeah. And yeah, right. And the distraction isn't necessarily always the phone, right. like you're saying. Right. It's like you drop something and you're trying to, you, you, you know, yeah. something to pick up. Get it at the next it, light. Just get it at the next light or whatever. Whenever, whenever you get to where you're going or pull over. Right. Is it a, is it a bar of gold or something? Yeah, I mean, if unless it's that, it's that. pull over. Right. If it's that important, like, shit, I got to go to the thing because right. maybe it's a cigarette or something. Uh, I dropped say, the well, hand I grenade. I dropped it. Yeah, right. <laughs> and I got the pin on my finger. <laughs> right. So then I get it. But like you said, you can always just pull off or yeah. whatever. But but I am I am vigilant with – and I, I talked to a super fan, Phil, about this too because he does what I do. He mother Fs people. He beeps at them. He gives them – because he sees it because he's got children in his vehicle. Yeah, he's you got, know, he's got he, the big ass truck too. You know, He'll he's run got you the, over. He, oh, he does, but I'm saying his other part of it is like if he's by himself, he just, you know, whatever. Because he'll, you know, yeah, like you said, he get. But he's got Andromeda and his other kid. He's got, he's got kids and somebody yeah. T bones him or something. I mean, they might come in the side and hit her. Yeah. You know, and maybe, you know, do some. So I just think it's just, it's, it's just so rampant. That I think it's worthy of legislation yeah. at this point because it's not getting better. I thought for sure it would get better. There's so many contraptions that you can have with your phone. Yeah. It's just, I mean, it, it's it's. Un- I mean, you can hang them from your mirror. You can put them on your console. You can put it in your cup holder for Christ's sake. Or I mean, yeah. there's so many different variations. Or, or old school, like you're rocking tonight. Right. What? Uh, so let's uh, anyway. let's let's wrap up with your uh, last uh, point. Uh, pet cemetery poop. Yeah, Peep, uh, it's, it's funny because I, 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 I made that spelling on purpose. I'll tell you why. A, a, a guy that I know that I've known P-E-W-P, folks. Right. So this guy knows. Uh, <sighs> he, he lives in Jersey. He's a good guy. I've known him when I was down in Florida. I connected with him on this site for, <clears throat> you know, when I was having some, some, some health issues and stuff a while back. Him and I connected with another little group, and we got to be friends. Um, but anyway, he uh, – he talked about his cat. The outlaw nosy whales is his cat. <laughs> the outlaw nosy whales. <laughs> so this cat's gone through a bunch of shit, like surgeries and stuff, and the, and the, and the poor guy's paid like a thousand or something. I don't know how much money to get him to get him right. And I, he said, "Well, I feel really good today because he finally took a poop." P e w p. So I. <laughs> I, 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 I sent him a message back. I'm, his name escapes me right now because we've been talking so much about other stuff. But And he's a really good guitar player, by the way. Um, anyway, so I text him. I said, hey, uh, Jim, whatever. I said, um, do you really think that spelling it with an E-W instead of O-O's poop suddenly makes it more acceptable <laughs> to say poop? You know what I mean? Like, P-E-W, like I don't want to say poop, P-O-W-O-P. Because it's almost like instead of saying shit, you say crap. Yeah. I get that. Right. But poop, P-E-W-P, or poop, P-O-O-P, what's... Or or, what's, or the poop what, emoji. What, what, what are you trying to dial down here? Right. I mean, we, we know what you're talking about. Right. But 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 that brings me to... Actually, when I was on my way to your house, I think one time either... I think it was probably doing a show. Uh, of course, you have the, the cemetery that's there. Uh, right. The Tree of Life you know, deal there. Um which that is actually where my my one of my better buddies, uh, uh, Rose Malinger, was part of the uh, the the massacre at the Tree of Life. My buddy Stan Malinger, that was his mom. Oh. And I'm sure I, I don't know if I've told you about this a while back, but she's the 93 year old vibrant woman. 
she was one of the victims and she was with her daughter going in there and she got, you know, she got gunned down, but she is actually in there. So I've gone there a couple of times just to see her, her, uh, memorial there and uh but anyway i was driving to your place and i i noticed something and i want to get your opinion on this somebody was walking their dog through there okay walking their dog through this area which is a cemetery which is right. a, a, you know and it just so happened as i was coming by the dog was pooping yeah and so here's my thought um you've got a lot of options when you're walking your dog in different areas to go even if you come out here and go in some grassy area and you do it and you pick it up i don't really care the grassy knoll but this but right but this is hallowed ground in my opinion i don't think you're even if you're even if you're picking up after your dog i don't think your dog should be pooping in a cemetery on a gra- uh, near a grave what do you think yeah, I'm sure. I'm, not good I, 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 I'm sure. Uh, so I, I've got several thoughts on it. The first is I'm 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 okay. I'm, I'm sure it's not going to make them any more dead than they already are. No, uh, of course. but That's but what I, but what what I would say is uh, to not be funny is that uh, a you definitely should pick it up and make sure you get it all up. Um, well, if it's an accident, saying. Um, but. You know your dog's cadence, right? I, I, yes, I, I, I that's, know. That's what I was getting at. When I take these two grand puppies that we watch every other weekend or whatever it is, right? I know the the first one's going to poop within two hundred yards when we leave you the know house. Their MO, and I, I know the other one's not going to poop because he thinks if as soon as he poops, we're turning around, so he's going to extend. He's going to extend. Right. So right. he won't do it till we get to the top of the cul de sac. Um, right. So just you know, before you get to the to the to the graveyard, just ma- just make sure you've, you've you've met those requirements. Now that's all I'm saying. In the event that the dog's sick or something, all, all bets come off. But you know, you should probably also know that the dog's sick, and it's uh, well. Again, it's not hurting anybody. I get the point. It's it's disrespectful. And, yes, that's the word. And, that and, I was and there's say. Pr- there's probably a path closer to the road that's not near a grave yes. that you Correct. can take that path right. instead and of walking even, between the stones. Right. And even in that park, there's like an area before you even get up to where that, right. where everybody is. Right. There's a tree lined area before you actually get in. Cause yeah. I've been in there many times. Right. right. Doing paying my respects. And again, and I, I actually, know, I know you, you know, can actually go to the side based on the need. time of the day, how many times the dog's, pooped already or not and whether they're they're they're, they're pro, you know the the probability that they're going to go again look they're, they're dogs because they, they can drop anytime but you should know with like an 85 percent confidence level when that dog's going to shit yes and then to your point if you're an experienced dog sitter owner, watcher right owner you know their mo yeah i mean like okay this is what's going to happen i'm going to do this this it's like it's like Groundhog Day. This is what we do every single time. One guy goes, no problem. The other one fiddle f's around. Good word. It's, it's, it's typically a, a fait accompli. Fait accompli, right? And so my my thing with that is I I just thought like listen, you know, and there was there was a there there was somebody actually in the park at the time, <laughs> which you don't normally see. Right. I mean, it's just a random, you know. A lot of times when I go there, there's nobody there. Um, uh, but you know, it's like somebody's actually there having a moment with their lost loved one and your dog's pooping. Uh, 
lots of other options are available to you. That's all. That's that's my P E W P or P O O P. Just take it somewhere. <laughs> yeah. So I want to I want to throw in one last thing before we go. Hit me. Uh, your Duke Blue Devils won the ACC championship with their ninth victory in a row, beating your Virginia Cavalier, the Hoos, tonight. Um, I was I flipped it on as we went to one of the breaks. Not a team that I would be wanting to face in the NCAA tournament at this point because all of a sudden, Sons. Shusevsky and the new guy that's in there now, second year, um, actually his first year, uh, is really. I uh, I would hope that they're not in my bracket if I'm if 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 I'm uh, you know going to the dance. I would hope that they're not in my bracket because they are in fuego. Dare I say? Yeah, for sure. So. And and you know when you, when when you, when you get up to. Uh, you know, uh, one of those traditional powers, um, yes. you know, new coach or whatever. Sometimes, you know, they, they, they always just figure out a way to, to make noise. Of course. And, and you know, they they were wildly they, – they weren't even ranked. From, uh, John Shire is their coach now who was a player that, that was on their team. It was a Krzyzewski disciple, and he played on the team too. But, you know, they were one of the first times in – decades and decades that North Carolina and Duke were both not ranked like way into the year. Uh, and, uh, but now it's looking like the Dukies are, are doing what they, what Dukies do. So, uh, just, just, just a random thought because I was watching it in between things. So, yeah, no, 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 for sure. You know, it's, it's, it's interesting. And, uh, (laughs) uh, I think I I lost my feed here, but I think that the the golden gopher, uh, smushed, uh, Michigan state. Oh, okay. That sets up a, a final with your uh, Michigan Wolverine, then, it looks like. Against the uh, Golden Gopher. Oh, yes, exactly. So, be watching some of that. I love, I like, I like the Frozen Four. You and I went oh, to yeah. one year. Yeah. Which was a, which was a good, which that was, was a good time. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, so, we'll be looking forward to that. But hey, 57, Heinz 57 in the bag. Yeah, I got that. I, um, I already got queued it up on the. Uh, the, the the preamble here of uh, getting stuff ready with uh, I already had uh, Tessa loaded so there you go good good ready job go. And, uh, so I'm gonna be like you said man on the scene for yes. Friday Saturday I'll, I'll be texting you and maybe giving you some updates that yeah. we can use on 58 when I come back about what I see in the well we uh, could figure out see if we can do, Park. do a little bit of remote down there too and, and maybe we put it in a can as they say. Yeah. Uh, so it's so it's more live now. You like you, it in the can? Not, no, I'm just kidding. I'm sorry. Now, 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 that, now that you get the headset figured out, uh, maybe yeah. we can. Uh, you know, yeah, do, that's possible. Do, do a little like, remote down there. Like we won't do like a whole show. But right. I could just do something that we could. That's a good point. Yeah. Like I could just could drop just, something uh, in. Uh, by just, this. That would just be our pirate segment. Yes, that's that's good. That's actually I think that that's way. That way, it's fresh and right poignant and and not a not a. A stale opinion, not and sometimes stale opinions turn into really stale opinions because things turn one eighty, you know, six days sure. later. But uh, they they do have a good Wi Fi down there in that park at Lincoln yeah. Park, so I could pop in just just give I'll put the uh, video out so you can see the field and whatever, and then we can just have that as a pirate segment. Is what you're saying? Yeah, exactly, exactly. As, perfect, as, perfect. As, as we're trying to figure out uh, as we uh, rapidly approach uh, opening day. Yes, sir. All right. Well, this was. This is good. I appreciate you being able to, to 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 clear some time to be able to do this. Considering we're not going to do a be able to do a full show till uh, I get back, and so I'm surly glad 
Sur- Surly. Surly Glad. Right. And we had the uh, we had this the the, the the what was it the Surly and the and the and the Mad and Angry or the two beers we had, but boy, certainly that red one that you the, the you uh, wrote oh, out there was, it, was tremendous. Yeah, that, that was that was tremendous. The, boy, is that good? Uh, let me get back to uh, that was the uh, Surly Brewing a uh, uh, Furious IPA. Furious, right? Yeah, like uh, Fu- Furio Gupta from uh, right uh, 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 Sopranos. Yeah, uh, I know those penguins better be fast and furious if they want to do make uh, do anything yeah, in the play. They, they better they coming better. down the stretch. So. All right, buddy, I'll let you. All right, man. I'll let you roll. Safe travels. Was, uh, yep, we'll probably chat before you you head out. But uh, next time uh, the the big fifty eight and there's a there's a couple big ones I can think of. Uh, right, a couple, right off, yeah, just a couple right off the, off the bat. All right, yep. peace appreciate out, buddy. It, buddy. Thanks, man. All right.